You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to Warcraft Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Match Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob, and today I'm joined by Ryan, aka Cognitive Pit. How you doing? Hello, I'm doing very, very well this week. Thank you, Bob. How are you doing? Does anyone ever ask how Bob's doing? Is this the first time? No, purposely. Yep, purposely. <laughs> Well, if you want, must know, I'm tired from playing 20 hours of Warcraft each day for the last two days, so pretty tired. But Mel, a.k.a. Melorita, how you doing? Well, I'm fine. I'm tired. Not for the same reasons Bob's tired. <laughs> I've just been swamped at work. And I like looked at Bob the other day and I was like, hey, thanks so much for not getting on me because he usually gets on me when I work really late. And he's like, come on, Mel, let's do this. And he's like, yeah, no, it was actually just really good timing. I've just been hanging with everybody doing battlegrounds and, you know, yeah, do your thing. And I'm like, mm, wait a minute. Now my like, <laughs> n- now the person that like made me get off work is not there anymore. And I worked till like 11 o'clock last night. And I was like, okay, Bob, like you got to cut me off at some point here. <laughs> make me come do stuff with you. Right. Like make me stop this endless cycle. Oh, man. Yeah. And also, first time to the show, YouTube upcomer extraordinaire, <laughs> Zerbraxy. Welcome to the show. That was, uh, that's definitely a bit more than I, I needed. That's going to go right to my head. The ego trip <laughs> was, was feeling good. Look, just because they already asked you, so we know the answer. But I feel if no one's asked you how you're doing outside playing WoW, how are you doing? Uh, doing good. Doing okay, good. Do, I, doing felt, good. I felt bad that apparently no one's asked you. What do you mean you outside feel playing bad. WoW? I don't... Oh, touche. touche. Outside of playing WoW? I'm sorry, is that a thing? A like, go outside? Deprived, like, I actually guess. go outside? Ugh, isn't that like that big thing in the sky? It's really hot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually been raining here constantly, so... For it's literally been a perfect like time weeks. to stay in, in, inside, yeah. It's been a good time. Oh, that like, sounds nice. In Colorado, it didn't rain at all. Also, can I tell you guys about Bob's you know, old man moment. I told him he needed to watch those commercials about how to not turn into your parents because <laughs> we went outside and it had been raining for a week and a half, like on and off. It was just wet. And I go, my God, it's been wet for literally two weeks almost. And he goes, yeah, but we really needed it. And I was like, <laughs> literally, no, no, you didn't say anything. We literally paused and I go, what the F did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was such a like, I was like, that's what old people say. Like, what the Ooh. heck just happened? Well, now you oh, know. Right. Now yes. you, you know what happened. You know what to do. Just yeah. identifying there's is a problem the battle. is the first step, Bob. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get this is gonna be a crazy show. We've got so much to talk about. We're gonna start out with with housekeeping, then we're gonna go to the news. We are not gonna hit every piece of news. I had to pick and choose. 
and it still might be too much. We might have to kind of skip over things. I'm not sure how it's going to go. But then after that, we're going to get to know Zerbraxi a little bit better, as we do with all new guests on the show. And that's going to be the show. So strap in. Yep. We had a lot of reviews this this week. It was a pretty good one. Yeah, guys, slow down on the reviews. <laughs> no, please no, don't. No, 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 no. Oh, come oh. on, Yip. Sorry. You're uh, fired. I, not, yeah, we got a we got a couple uh, good reviews. So the first one got me back into WoW. This is from ooh, BMX AB187K. Uh didn't didn't leave a character name. If you leave a character name, I'll use that. Otherwise, I'll <laughs> read these Apple <laughs> these Apple IDs. Uh, got me back into WoW. Hey, we hey Warcraft Reloaded cast. Uh, oh oh my! He put a character name in. I'm I'm embarrassed. Blockle uh, oh. <laughs> Snar from White Main Alliance. Blockle Snar from White Main Alliance for the Hi, Alliance. For the Alliance, we have a couple of those. I think today. for the Alliance. Yes. You all are great, and I love all the aspects. <laughs> And angels from all your views, and angles that uh, angles from all your views. I guess our, our views aren't angels. Uh, you guys got me back into WoW. Super hyped for TBC. P.S. I've listened to every episode in a week at work and while I grind. You guys have an amazing podcast and keep up the good work. And I see you guys in Outlands. Thank you for that wonderful review. Is there really enough hours in a week to listen to all the episodes? I was thinking about that. That's <laughs> that's, that's that's tight. Uh, they they might also be using it to get to sleep, you know. Maybe they're using it, or as they're their... listening at one point five speed. I know a lot of podcast listeners do that. Oh, yeah, true. guilty that, as that charged. That would probably help. That'll get you through some uh, <laughs> some of this content. Or maybe they just fast forward through all of our rants, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, let's move on to hour two. Yeah, <laughs> for there anybody we are. <laughs> that's, that's never done that yeah for anybody that's never done that try listening at 1.5 and, and 2.0 those options are on almost every podcatcher it's freaking hilarious and 0.5 is pretty funny too well, okay, get- i need to now know what i sound like at 1.5 speed because it's probably a munchkin it's we weird. say funny but if you consume a lot of content and you get used to 1.5 and 2x you can get through so much content so much quicker like oh you're trying to learn something 2x mm. speed. People do talk slowly, but so that you can't 1.5x. I'm going faster. Uh, among my favorite all-time podcasts. <laughs> uh, this is another review. <laughs> this is a fantastic and informative show for all things Classic WoW related, even from the standpoint of a dad gamer who hasn't had any time to raid or do any endgame content. I still love hearing about all these guys' adventures. All right, I'm going to slow down. They have also had some fantastic <laughs> guests on the show. All around, great job, guys. Nine thumbs up. Yo, points if you get reference. P.S. Simpsons. What? The reference is from the Simpsons. Yes. <laughs> P.S. From the standpoint of a total filthy casual, you guys are absolutely not Kazcore uh, or <laughs> Kazcore. Uh, you world buff and Nax Raiders are absolutely hardcore. Please tell Yip not to at me. <laughs> Smiley face. Ooh. Uh, thank you, Guess Who I Be, for a great uh, review. However, I will be adding you. And it's not, you know, there. I think we just need more laid out terms with specific definitions. Somebody make an infographic <laughs> of what every term means to a raider. Because 
to me, someone hardcore is a, a speed runner who are they're employing tactics that we've never even tried before. So it's hard but for me to call myself like, hardcore when yeah, like Duranosaur would be I would consider like hardcore. Okay, but maybe they need a new category, right? Because we are pretty hardcore, but they need like a new identifier as like right. It might not be that casual, uber, uber crazy hardcore. Like you know, let's come up with a good name for them. Yeah, fair. Yeah, do, you like, put, <laughs> do you put like the top hundred guilds in the same category as the top five guilds? No, that's not very, at all. That's a yeah. very big difference, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's but enormous. they're all like, I guess, hardcore. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll come up with yeah. a. I'll, I'll come up with a dictionary for everybody. Yeah, could and if you people don't come like up it, with then something. No, well, <laughs> listen, it's got to be an infographic. Be a good but, video, yeah. We'll spread it on video. Pinterest. Everyone <laughs> pin it to their <laughs> pin boards. <laughs> I gotta make uh, a Pinterest. And, then, <laughs> and finally, we have one uh, from Mailman Joseph, tied with Countdown, which is a, an amazing compliment. Uh, we love Countdown here, of course. Uh, hey, guys, I'm an altaholic, 60 rogue, 60 hunter, and three other tunes in their 40s that I'm trying frantically to level to 60 before June 1st from PVE server Ashkandi. Been listening to you guys since shortly before Nax came out. Love the podcast and the back and forth between the three of you and your guests. You guys are neck and neck with Countdown for my favorite podcast. Maybe if you tossed in some more F-bombs here or there, you'd pull ahead. <laughs> Thanks for what y'all do and keep up the great content for the Alliance. Ah! No, no, no. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know that we could ever. Identity? Is there an Alliance identity going into Outlands? Like who's who would say for the Alliance as we go into Outlands? Who's the lead commander of our expedition coming up in TBC? You guys, Ooh, I don't know, but I feel like we have had a lot more Alliance support lately than we have in the past i know everyone's coming out of the woodwork <laughs> you need yeah. to everyone's like already just accepting that horde has an advantage in so many cases that like the people who are alliance are like we we need to rally we this need to or else band yeah. together <laughs> <laughs> like we are one unit if we don't move as one unit we're done we're taken out oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah well as far as the f-bombs go i mean yip threw i think his first one in last week so i did you know i over i the, did mute it out over the, the 30 you <laughs> muted my f-bomb out <laughs> well it was a beep you know you tell our guests censored. we're allowed to swear and then i throw yeah. one out and it's censored listen well they I, were trying to charge you 35 dollars for a, con a character copy <laughs> I had to throw out an F-bomb for it, but thank you uh, so much for your review. Um, yes, thank you. Is Varian Rin back? Did we find him in the sewer and bring him back? Is he back in TBC? Anyone, any updates? Like who? No, I, Varian I he... Rin, the king of <laughs> of Stormwind or whatever, the, the leader of the Alliance. He comes back in Wrath, I think. Is it Wrath? Okay. Yeah, and like, so, all right, lore nerd moment, though, but Turalyon should be the guy, but... He never shows up in TBC. Well, he's missing, right? He's missing in Outland currently. Is this our lore moment? Is this what we're talking about right now? Well, well someone asked yeah, for the I Alliance know. comment. I had to. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, I don't know anything about what you're saying right now. Me neither, just but I was clarifying. just like, in, I, I was just enjoying. Well, I mean, the, my, yeah, my, no, I'm not saying stop. I was just clarifying so <laughs> well, I could just understand. For the Alliance, my original is based on Anduin, who is our current little child leader, but. Maybe, I don't know about it, mix it up, but instead I just reached for the Alliance. So uh, thanks again for everyone for your reviews. Uh, keep them coming. We love them. Um, Bob makes me read them. So that's always fun. I don't have to think about I just get to read. I get I get airtime and I don't even have to think about a point. I just get to read. So it's perfect for me. Bring it's the them only airtime you're allowed. <laughs> it's a good yeah, gig. It's the only air 
And it's perfect for me too because I can't read, so it, so it, it helps out. You know, it helps out in all the categories. Tied with with countdown, that's a huge compliment. I don't think I could agree because I love countdown. It's probably my favorite. So but I did I listen to it. it. I, I did listen it. to it after we saw this review, and I was like, there are a lot of f bombs. Josh, oh really, yeah, there's you know. no way we're catching up with Josh on the f bombs. It's it's not humanly possible. Oh, man. All right. So we're going to do what have we been doing in WoW lately, but not really specifics, just like what we've been doing, because there's going to be a lot of uh, specifics when talking about the different pieces of news and stuff. So what I've been doing is BGs, 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 and more BGs. And then yesterday, I ran people through quests. What have you guys been doing? BGs. I have been uh, boosting people and I'm finally repaying my... Uh, my guild for doing 40 extra molten cores for me to not get my binding. So we're, we're boosting shamans, we're leveling people, uh, helping out the new people who are joining the guild as well, too. We got a lot of friends who are coming in for TBC. So been leveling, getting professions up, and then, uh, yeah, BGs. And Mel's been working. She's had some craziness at her job. So she's literally been working throughout the i mean like 14 15 hour days so i know she hasn't been able to do anything she's gonna get to play tonight which is exciting but we'll go ahead and skip her and move on to zabraxi oh i i wish i had an interesting thing of what i've been doing but not really i have been i pretty much been leveling because i am really really far behind i am re-rolling to shaman for for tbc and i forgot during the last like three or four months to actually level this character so yeah. I'm now in this state where <laughs> I'm also hmm. trying to like make stuff and I haven't been playing. So that's I mean, you can buy the boost. I'm like so close. I'm so close. I'm like yeah. 53 right now or 52. Like I'm just so close. Yeah. You've had months I mean, to level think... a shaman. Hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, but you can't be Alliance. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I know. That's what I, also what I thought. I <laughs> was like, I wait, you couldn't have leveled a shaman before the other day. And then I was like, oh, you didn't get the creator patch. We got, we got the early creator. Yeah, patch. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's literally about it. I, I would love to enjoy the, uh, the BG race right now, but I, <laughs> it's just not happening. Procrastinated. Yeah, it's been a it's it's been this weird dynamic. The the more the more I do about WoW, the less I play WoW. It's a really weird dynamic. Mm. It's become a yes. bit problematic. So I play yes. on stream. That's pretty much been it, actually. Yeah, I end up doing tons of research and crap while I'm just in dis in Discord with the guild, standing in Stormwind, and then just researching stuff constantly. Like that's what I end up doing for like half of the week. But mm. I've gotten to play quite a bit. So um, can I talk about my week? Sure. Huge shout out to Kim, because Kim sent me a free spec for 60 leveling dungeons. And I was like, you have no idea how helpful this is, because I have not had any time to figure out like what the best spec is to go when we're leveling in dungeons. And he just sent it to me, and he's a wonderful person, and I love him. That's all. That's all I've done in WoW. <laughs> yep, he definitely is. He's done all kinds of stuff. Sometimes I can't understand fully the spreadsheets that he makes, but I try. I, I, I try. All right, well, let's move into...
<laughs> Time for the news. So first off, we got to talk about it. Well, during the pre-patch maintenance got pushed and pushed and pushed, finally came up at like 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. People, there were a lot of people really mad. Coming from an IT standpoint, I've worked in IT. I've done a ton of email and active directory migrations. These things can mess up super easy with with database trans, uh, transfers. People were making jokes about they were rushing it. Like, if there's bugs in the game, you can put that at rushing it. I think literally this was just an IT problem that happened, and these poor guys worked a 15 to 18-hour day. And so my heart goes out to it. But how, how do you guys feel about this maintenance? Was it rough for you? Well, we had uh, we had someone in the guild actually mention what the problem might have been and then blizzard sort of confirmed it later which i thought was interesting someone who we have who works in it was when the first delay happened they were like it's probably the mail they're copying from <laughs> from <laughs> vanilla over to to the classic era servers it's probably just taking way longer than they would have expected uh and it's just it's unfortunate and it stinks but it's absolutely i don't think it's blizzard's fault like i don't think that they no. were purposefully making this take longer i don't think they wanted to work until midnight <laughs> of their time in order to get this out for us it's awful because the patch literally did not drop may 18th right mm. um it came I... out the 19th uh mm. even <laughs> in blizzard's time zone but not not of something like i don't know i don't think it was an issue where they were uh you know messing up on on purpose this is like an unprecedented thing they're trying to do they had to shut the auction house down for multiple days to me shutting down the auction house for four days is crazier than an extended maintenance <laughs> that like you kind of <laughs> should have expected there to be an extended maintenance it of course went way too long and i was one of those psychos who was up at four in the morning when it like launched <laughs> and i was there and and uh it, it, it stunk and a lot of people's plans were ruined but if you make plans on patch day or you make plans on TBC launch day, you have to have some expectation that they're going to be dashed. And I think a lot of people were like, how could this happen? They're re-releasing a patch they've already released. Like, come on, this is ridiculous. And I think they didn't take into account the fact that they are doing character copies and they're doing a lot of things that if it effed up, there's my F-bomb, if it effed up in that process, you would not be able to go back from there, right? If you don't snapshot every single person at that very point in time, then you're open to all of these random things happening and just way more, you know, distrust and everything down the road. So I do think that the extended maintenance was likely just, okay, let's make sure this is correct. This is taking longer than we thought, but okay, let's do it. Like, yeah, I think people generally forget too the uh, the problem. Anyone who works in the technical field understands this. But if one thing goes wrong, you you then have to extra like be extra careful every little change. So if you try to rescript something and you need to you need to validate that that it's going to be right, and because you've made a change, you have to revalidate your output to make sure it's correct. And if it's not, 
you have to do it over and then revalidate again because you don't just want to be like, oh, I think I solved it. Yeah, let's go and, and hope it's for the best. Probably but, okay. <laughs> yeah, but the mail. Yeah, lots the, of times it's like speed issues that yeah. you like change the speed in which you're going over. But sorry. Oh no. So the uh, the mail uh, the fa- the fact that they said it was the mail and people were predicting that is is not surprising considering that like they I believe the mail and the auction house has caused super extended maintenance on previous patches relatively often uh it's kind of like a joke for anybody who's played the game for a while and that's probably why people were saying it is because it's like if you've played wow for like you know 12 plus years or something you're like oh it's the mail didn't work (laughs) the mail broke everything again (laughs) or it's the auction house which is like one of the reasons they did the whole auction house redesign in shadowlands they admitted like openly was like it's it's for a tech reason so it doesn't completely destroy our day every time we try to do a patch well, I remember the the auction house in BFA was just a, a miserable, like it, it wouldn't load items. You almost couldn't mm. use it. It was almost in an unusable state. So, yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, these are males been breaking patches when we're they're not co- copying every single character over to another database altogether. Yeah. So, so it, you know, it, it was a long it, it was like at worst probably less than double a normal extended maintenance, which is really for what we're getting pre-patch plus classic era servers kind of makes sense. I I think it's within line. I think there are are other things that you can be mad about during (laughs) this pre-patch launch uh, that are not just having to wait to actually play. Because again, waiting to actually play is actually, it's kind of a good sign for a game when people are mad they didn't get to play the game. It's kind of a good thing. It's like a hype killer for sure. The extended maintenance, it feels bad at the time, but it's, Let's all be real. Uh, by this point, we're talking about it. By next week, everyone will have forgotten it happened. And people will be thinking about TBC and that pre-patch window will be like, oh, yeah, it was one half of a day, realistically, from people from work. Like, they didn't get to play that evening, unfortunately. That's about it. Uh, it's really hard to get that mad about it. Yeah, but I think it just got to the, like, total, like, explosion rate because people were already mad about the pre-patch only mm. being 14 days. And then now, like, everything is like, so really, we only get 13 days. Like, right. what? And I'm like, okay. Like, the memes were show. out of this world. Yeah. <laughs> there, were actually, there was actually a lot of good ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this def- this, uh, the oh, anger wait. definitely seems larger than the sum of its parts. It's like it's, people were, I think that, that tension already from the last couple of weeks has been just, people are waiting for that boiling point and we're constantly hitting little steps of it. And that right. was just but one. Yeah, just looking for a reason to, to blow up. And yeah. I think a big mistake that they made was the incremental, like, you know, when I would run into a problem like that, we often did our migrations on the weekend so that we, if we screwed up, we had the whole weekend to deal with it. Right. But, but them just pushing it three day. hours each time was probably a mistake. They probably should have said, we don't know. Yeah. We will try and keep you up updated, but we don't know. You might just want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, is basically what I think they should have done. I think even, yeah, even saying like, hey, follow this. We will tweet as soon as it is up. It could be three hours. It could be eight. Like, I think that would have been helpful because I know a lot of people that were just sitting there like, okay, three more hours. Okay. They get on three more hours. Now it says three more hours. Okay. (laughs) Like, you know, it just, it's frustrating to feel like, because you want to be there when it comes out and be able to experience that. but. You know, it is what it is. I know Bob hates that saying, but it is. I I mean, it is. What are you going to do about it? It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't, though. If they come out and say, hey, maintenance might be three hours or eight hours, the forums are going to go crazy, too. Everyone's going to be like, why wouldn't you know how long it's going to be? 
Yeah, but it, you know? that that alone displays some incompetence as well, too, without them knowing if it's going to mess up or not. Like, I just it's it's so hard to predict what they should do. And it's classic. Wow. They probably don't have a, a full time PR person working on their wording of these maintenance messages. It, it really does stink. But hey, it's out now and we get to play it. <laughs> so It is definitely out. So uh, but there also about- was a cue. Are we talking about that later? Uh, no, I don't have that in the notes, but yeah, the queues yeah, did pop up back. on some of the big, big servers. Yeah. So no. I don't know if they're going to put layering back in or not. I don't know if there it's is layering, they're already big. It's, it's back in yeah. now. I believe so. Yeah. And okay. still queues. Uh, they're pretty, oh, yeah. uh, yesterday was way easier. Uh, sorry. Like later in the evening, yesterday was way easier on me, at least on the server I play on. Uh, the first, my first attempt to log in was like a two and a half hour queue. And then yesterday was, I tried to get in on last night later in the evening. It was like. 20 minutes so i'm not sure if that was a time thing or a layering yeah i think bob told me yesterday to start logging in because it was like an hour and a half queue at like six or something mm. yeah i just just never logged out for the last two days so <laughs> fix that problem for me you gotta you gotta <laughs> remember too uh the the actual prime time is actually the queue is pretty low because everyone's logging in in anticipation of it so six is actually usually when the queue is nearing its peak so an hour and a half at like six or seven that's as probably as bad as it's gonna get tbc mm-hmm. launch though i think the bigger thing is that we're we should probably expect a rather large uh queue for the actual launch of tbc because if pre-patch is giving like an hour queue i think a four hour queue on white main or something like that wouldn't be unreasonable on pre-patch day which if there's some kind of weird extended maintenances and things like that you might just get kicked from queue and stuff like that so i think Ooh. people just need to prepare themselves Uh-oh. For that first day to be sort of bust. And in the long run of things, it really stinks. And, and I'm one of those people who's going really, really hardcore out from the outset, right? We're going to have five people on being like, we want a dungeon this whole time. We're going to be sitting here. But you just got to understand that one day is absolutely nothing in the long run of TBC. Yeah. It's not even like classic where you got to level for like weeks before you're 60. You're going to be 70 within whatever time frame you want to hit, even missing a day. So. Just be prepared for cues and be prepared for things to go wrong for TBC. Yep. What was, yep. What was but, the uh, What was the world first seventy back in the day? I'm trying to find. Oh, twenty eight hours. Twenty hours. Twenty eight hours. Yeah. Twenty eight hours. With the help of a, that was with the help of his guild, I believe. It was like yeah, a French like guy. twenty people helping him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were that's, like, that's still fast clearing. though. If, if we're talking like the world oh, yeah. first is is less than two days played time, even with like a lot of assistance, uh, that that does like give a relative time frame for people who aren't sure who've not played TBC. Like it's. The leveling time is very different than classic. Very different. Yeah. yeah oh, for it, sure. It, Wait, is that 28 days played time? No, that 28 was 20 hours. 28 hours. hours. They did it from uh, 60 oh, to okay, 70. Okay, okay. I was like, 28 days? <laughs> 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 That's really wasn't it. Uh, like the actual leveling now from 1 to 60, we've had people leveling in the guild. They're already in the mid and high 40s. Mm. Uh, and it's it's actually really sped up yeah. quite a bit. Questing is giving some crazy ex- ex- experience too. So it's actually been pretty good. Yeah, that was actually something that a lot of people, when the, the boost was kind of becoming like this controversy, uh, I don't think enough people really were try- were selling was the fact that like the XP speed or the leveling speed when the pre-patch was going to hit, they had already said we're, they were using the 2.3 leveling changes. So like I, I kept, at least for myself, I kept being like, it's fast. Like it's really fast. Uh, people don't, especially if you do dungeons, because like not only do you get an increased uh, quest XP from dungeon quests, but dungeon quests themselves 
have an even more inflated value in the pre-patch right now. Yeah. Like if you want to level, right. go do a dungeon run and it's huge compared to classic. Yeah. Yeah. And you need less actual experience per level mm. to level. So it's I mean it's just compounded with all the changes. And and there's a few extra pubs and things like that too. So there's there's always been these sort of weird awkward gaps where you're like, I guess I need to go get boosted right now or something because I, I ran out of quests. I don't want to take mm. 40 minutes to get to the other side of the world. But now <laughs> it's a little bit better. So all these things combined, honestly, leveling solo questing is like super doable. If you could you could go in two weeks, you could hit that that 60 yeah. absolutely alone. Yeah. Dustwall Marsh, that awkwardness is finally solved. Yeah. Thank it's God. It's finally yeah. gone. Thank God. <laughs> I uh I ran somebody through those those mud sprocket quests last night. It was pretty cool. Mm. It's pretty yeah. cool. But some other changes that have that have come in the pre-patch that people just might not be aware of is uh cons consumables have changed. No longer can you stack tons of con cons consumables. There were certain ones you couldn't stack, but you could you could stack a lot of consumes now. Everything is most everything is separated into a battle el elixir or uh, guardian, like elixir. guardian 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 elixir, elixir. Yeah. and then you have your food buff and then yeah most things are in that and that's kind of weird for people still raiding knacks so you know like but you know like. I think like with the talents changing and everything else, I'm curious to see how people's runs have gone. We didn't actually run a knack, so I don't know, but have you guys had any experience? Like, do you know anybody that's had any experience running anything with just the small amount of consumes? Uh, from what I've heard from people that I know who are rating, it, it didn't seem like it changed all that much. Honestly, uh, it's it, people seem to just do like, at, well, at this point too, if you're doing knacks still, realistically you're probably more than geared for it so the consumable change you're not you may not notice as much as someone if you were like in the first weeks and of progress world buffed. Eight, right and world buffs and, and everything i mean the, the world buffs to be fair like their value was way higher than most consumables so yep so yeah, I, and, yeah. and between talent changes and things like that too yeah um, people are people are making up for any changes just yeah. by coming with these kind of pre-patch overpowered talent builds not everybody is as strong uh, as other classes, like some classes benefited more from this change, of course, but uh, overall your your 40 man rage would be much stronger uh, in pre-patch. One thing I will point out that a lot of people might not have noticed, a lot of people in our guild didn't notice it the first day and I had to point it out, is that all the all, all the flasks have changed. Your flask of titans now only has 400 health instead of 12, 1200 health. Your spell power flask only has 70 spell power. I think it was like 120 or 140 before, something like that. I forget. Yeah, and then the other flask is only, a, it's only, I think, 70 or something uh, intellect. So those have changed quite a bit, and the prices just keep dropping. Like, I watched them drop on white main the last couple days from 200 gold for Flask of Titans to now I think it's like down to 60. Something that a lot of people may uh, either not know or not remember, but when when TBC launched originally, uh, the Guardian and Battle Elixir change wasn't there, and flasks from Vanilla were pretty competitive with the flasks from TBC. Like we're talking, like either uh, some of them were like almost identical 
Uh, they were like less than a percent or like two percent different. Uh, so if you ever want to go find something fun, go watch like a world first raid clear of like Gruul's Lair. And the stack of buffs is just complete insanity. Uh, anybody who played during that time as a raider will tell you it was one of the worst times to actually raid because you you literally were like people complained about the world buff meta. Take the world buff meta because they also were active before two point one. World yeah. buffs, yep. So take the world buff meta and apply all of the vanilla consumables and now all of the TBC consumables, <laughs> and that's your day, which which is like seven hours. So then you can now raid for five, and then you sleep and do it again tomorrow. Like that's <laughs> so. Oh, man, I've been yeah. seeing stuff on forums and stuff. People like complaining about the guardian and battle elixir change. Uh, as like I said, everybody who raided then. We're thankful for it. You too, trust me, will be thankful for it. Definitely. Like, I mean, if anybody who played a warrior or any class that had to use these unbelievable amounts of consumes, and I literally had to get an add-on that would tell me when I didn't have one up because I couldn't mm. just keep track of it looking up there because I was like, and then I had to make... I had to like make you know my macro for blood for bloodthirst dropped off certain buffs that I didn't want like arcane intellect things like that because you you would push buffs off and so it was a big pain. I am happy for this change. If you're not, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm happy for it. Yeah, I mean, this is just a TBC thing. I, I I didn't know people were like unhappy about this change. To be honest, I thought it was just a thing we all acknowledged we'd be dealing with going into TBC. Um, yeah, I, I think people had talked about before we knew that they were going to be nerfed. People had brought up that using old flasks was good and that like black lotuses were still going to be worthwhile. So I feel bad if anyone was like stockpiling thinking that this was going to be a, a really useful tactic. But hey, if you have a bunch of flasks of titans, if you're going to go dungeon level there, they'll still be a little bit useful. They're not worthless, but. They're not as good. <laughs> I mean, if you do want to make some money, though, there are still like some old world consumables that are still really good in TBC. Like for some casters, the uh, the wizard oil, the brilliant wizard oil is technically better for some specs than than the new one coming out in TBC because of the crit. So if, for people who are worried, like, oh, all my vanilla stuff's dead, it's it's not. Um, Elixir of Demon Slaying, for example, it's still going to be yeah. it's still going to be valuable. So ghost mushrooms are going to be loved still for quite a while. Yep, yep. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff. I mean, people are going to be working up more characters, too, mm. because it's it's quicker to level. Like, those old enchanting supplies, like, those are still going to be worthwhile. There's still going to be – people are going to be putting Crusader on a lot of their weapons early on because Mongoose is going to be a fortune. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of things. And – People that are more casual probably will just always use Crusader over Mongoose. So these these things are still going to be worthwhile. It's You're still going to be spending time in Azeroth. So just be ready for that. All right. So uh, it's something that a lot of people that w were worried about is the dungeon daily limit. And they did go ahead. You know, there was some confusion at the start. The, the 30 was in, but they quickly changed it. At at least for right now, for pre for pre patch and for the what they stated as the beginning of of the Burning Crusade launch, there will be no no dungeon cap. I don't know if they'll add one in later. It's possible. Probably depends on bots. But there's going to be no dungeon cap. We've had a couple guildies test it, and it is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No dungeon cap. Um, we talked about the, the dungeon cap before. And when it's a 
it's a fix that hurts some real players because they're trying to fix a bot issue is never it never feels that good when the issue they're trying to address is like not your fault and you're being <laughs> punished for it. Uh, 30 was a, a lot for classic. I think I think most people probably never hit that particular limit. Uh, if you're boosting, you're definitely hitting that limit uh, if you're going pretty hard. Uh, but for the dungeon grind and TBC, I was really not looking forward to having a 30 cap. So I was hoping they would at least raise it. Getting rid of it altogether at the beginning is awesome, too. Um, but uh, bot, bot problems are going to come back. So whether they impose it again or not, I don't really like this philosophy. I, I bring up RuneScape sometimes, but in original RuneScape to fix their real world money trading problems, as well as people's like credit cards being stolen. They just basically got rid of trading. You couldn't like give your friends money anymore unless you gave them something of equal value back. So like you just could not give your friends money because they were so worried about real world trading and bots and things like that and, and people getting scammed. And I would like get you destroyed can't... if Bob why? give me money. Well, yeah, like why ruin your game <laughs> to so fix true. a problem that bots are causing? Like I don't like the fundamental change. This is this is a little more minor, but I'm glad it's lifted for the uh for the pre-patch, and I'm glad it's going to be lifted for the beginning of TDC. And they did say they would go back and like address it if it, you know, is if it should be implemented again. Mm. Yeah, I think realistically, I, I made this joke. I, I forget a couple. I forget which video within the last couple about the fact that this will affect a combined total of like seven people realistically in the world. <laughs> but at the same time. I completely agree with the sentiment that if the solution to a botting problem is to hinder the, the players in any way, uh, it's usually a bad or incomplete solution. Uh, and I, we see this, we do see this in other games other than beyond WoW. You brought up RuneScape. Uh, the whole premise behind like Destiny, you can't trade in that game is because they've said botting is like their reasoning. It, it, I played Guild Wars 1 a lot alongside WoW and Guild Wars 1 had... A botting problem and they literally their solution was to just brute force ban them that's all it was they just literally hired on staff to take out bots because it was becoming a problem and well i mean that was it and you could do that i mean the one of the biggest bot problems was was you know rogues pick uh pickpocketing in brd mm. and they didn't even have to reset the instance like you know they could have easily made it so that you could only pickpocket you know and then they wouldn't re like the the pickpocket stuff wouldn't re you know respond or they just could hire one guy mm. and one guy could just go in there show up talk nobody talks back ban show up talk nobody talks back ban i mean literally would be pretty easy okay but i don't usually talk back yeah i don't know about the talk back part but i do agree that the problem the problem with ban waves and this is a much longer discussion that we don't we shouldn't have right now. But the problem with ban <laughs> waves is that they can make their money back before they get banned. If there's mm. some risk involved where you might just get banned at level 25 while you're grinding up, it might not be monetarily worthwhile to keep botting these accounts. But as it is now, every hunter bot who ends up naked because they kept dying again and again, and it's just like meleeing mobs out in thousand needles, they don't get banned. They hit level 60. They make their gold. They sell it. They make you know, $150 and it costs them, you know, two months of subscription fees. And so why wouldn't they keep botting? <laughs> They'll just make more accounts. But if there's risk involved. I would sorry, I didn't. I, sorry. No, Go if, ahead if there's risk involved, then there there is some element of monetarily. Does this make sense for a, a real money uh, trader to, to be involved? Gotcha. Okay, so 
just to clear it up, I wasn't talking about a GM sending a tell. I was talking about a GM in a crazy robe showing up standing in front of you. If you're playing, you're going to be like, whoa, <laughs> you know, like you're either going to be, you're going to, you're going to respond at that point. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's I what I was saying. I it's just like, I don't answer phone call numbers that I don't know. I just be like, <laughs> this dude is just in your instance right yeah, there. I'd be like, that's super weird. That's probably a bug. Are, I'm going to walk you away. You are trolling me right now. Or, like, no. Like, or I'm like, he's trying to take all my money. Like, get away from me. I'm not here. <laughs> You're taking the stranger danger thing for real. You're just like, I don't even know this yeah. guy. I'm not talking to him. Right? Well, I'm, I don't I'm, know I'm, you. I'm, I'm private servers. Uh, they got that little secret room. They must have it in the... Uh, Mm. And wow as well, too, that interrogation room. Just teleport them in there and interrogate them. <laughs> Dude, Ultima Online had that. They had yeah. literal jail for people that were using macros. You guys, yeah. I get ported to an interrogation room and I'd be like, cancel my subscription. What's happening right now? <laughs> like, I've been hacked. This is done. Goodbye. Oh, but I, but I did right, want to say well. real quick, be, at the risk of sounding like a Blizzard defendant, uh, part of the botting problem, which we just have to accept if people buy the gold, they'll always exist. Like we can't get around that, unfortunately. Like Blizzard can do every Blizzard could do botting perfectly. But if there is such a large market that you're mentioning that risk, if there's a financial risk for them, but the gain outweighs that risk, those bots are gonna forever exist. Yeah. I, I, I would the biggest just problem. like to point out before Yip talks that that was not me defending Blizzard. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, she gets she gets she gets a lot of shit I get on the a show for, that. for it. Okay, I mean, it's not, it's I'm not, not really either. To be fair, I'm not. It's just yeah. it's just the nuance of the situation. Mm. Um, but the problem is, like, I think that it's more rampant because of the bots and the hyperinflation that exists right now. Uh, and yeah. there's no. We were talking about this in Guild last night. There's no mechanism within the game that doesn't rely on other players to make an adequate amount of gold per hour to actually mm. play the game. At least it was like that for Nax. Like if you. If you weren't doing GDKPs or boosting other people for gold, if you're going out there and farming or doing quests, you're not making an adequate amount of gold per hour. That's and that's due to hyperinflation right. because of like mages were doing uh, the oh, the little leaf guys sapling farms in, in Dire Mall and things like that, um, where they were getting just generating like 50 raw gold per hour times 500 bots. <laughs> times 24 hours a day and then just boom the actual cost of gold for a while on white main it's going up again but i, I had looked before it was like 15 dollars per thousand gold I, you'd have to be a you'd have, you'd have to be insane to not see like to like at least consider that like a normal mm. player would be like 15 i got 15 dollars like that's crazy so yeah there's there's so many there's just so much nuance to this situation that it's just it's impossible to so you're saying you did some investigative jur journalism in checking gold prices, yeah. correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. And at the beginning, when I needed a ton of gold, like for Lionheart and for Edgemasters, gold was really expensive. <laughs> 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 there was no way to get it. at the In phase one, gold was like insane. They, they would level you to 60 for like $900. I was like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, it was insane. <laughs> I'm like, do you even want to play this game? Like, who pays $900? And I'm not saying, I'm not judging. I mean, kind of, No, guess, judge. Judge someone like, who pays someone to level them. Like, I feel like you should just play a different game. Dude, when I first got my Edge, my Edge Masters, I had to borrow money from one of our guildies that was doing uh, mage multi-boxing, right? 
And Mel and I literally got so lucky. We we ground like we we weren't good enough for jump runs quite yet. So we were doing uh, Moradon. I had three flurry axes drop and sold them for over five hundred gold a pop on the uh, on the shared auction house. So I got lucky there. Nice, but you know, like it, yeah. It gold probably was a lot more expensive then because there just wasn't as much of it in the market, and everybody was sinking their gold into epic mounts, which they're not doing now. Yeah, and at least not as much. Mm. Yeah, we had just talked about consume, so I want to bring this up. Blue brings it up in chat. Greater protection potions only last two minutes now, so you can't pre-pop them. And some people are struggling, I guess, with like Lotheb and things like that, where you want that pre-pop Ooh. in, uh, so you can only you won't have that second shadow protection potion off cooldown for Lotheb, where if your DPS is, is not above a certain threshold, you actually really need that. It might be crucial to some guilds uh, to be able to get so Lotheb wait, they down. Still, they still have the same cooldown, but they only last two minutes? Is that what you're saying? They last, so they, yeah, right. So as soon as your potion's back up again, your the buff is now gone. Whereas before, you had like an hour, and then your potions would mm. be back up, and then you'd pull the boss. Right. Um, and even as a warrior, you could for Lotheb, you could pre-pop, pop a Mighty Rage potion, and then pop your Shadow Protection again and still be okay. Well, then also, like, also Saffron, like, we would pop both a Shadow and and Frost Pot, you know, pre-pop. So yeah. you can't really do that now either. Yeah, so what I said before about guilds being stronger, that's overall for your character, but maybe some of these consume chains are hurting people. It looks like some people have been struggling uh, in our chat. Uh, in Nax this week, so maybe not, not maybe not as huge as a, of a buff on some of those really niche, challenging bosses that are in there. Uh, Kim crunched the numbers on priests, and apparently it's like you do it at ten seconds, and then two minutes and ten seconds. Right, that's yeah. what that's so what you would possible. have to do. <laughs> yeah, it, it is possible because, yeah, it, I mean it is possible, <laughs> of course, and uh, and honestly, oh, I don't want to say it like this, <laughs> but like I. I don't know. I think our guild can get away with like one shadow protection potion. I think yeah. that if you're full, con- if your whole raid is full consumed and you're getting the spores on time and properly with a good order, you should be able to kill Lotheb uh, without even needing that other shadow protection potion. Uh, but again, I mean, it depends on the skill level of your. I guild mean, there was a lot of times like where I wasn't using my Hellstone or I wasn't using like X, Y, or Z, right? Mm. For the last few weeks, every time Corpse would call for us to use, uh, to use our our bandage, I would just use my health my health stone because I knew we were going to drop it before I needed to bandage. Right? Yeah, of course. So, but again, we're not we're not even casual core anymore. We are now hardcore on the new infographic. Uh-huh. Been devoted. <laughs> we, yeah, I don't want to say mean... that our experience is going to be the same for everybody. Uh, of we're course. sweaty. Um, but there is a way to do it. Even with this nerf, it doesn't make Lothar impossible. It just it just means you really got to get the spores down and, and that the maximizing your DPS however you can will push through that. Or as Kim said, pop it at 10, se- at 10 seconds exactly and you'll yeah. be all right. I think we also, I don't know if we mentioned this, but we also took the week off from raiding. Oh, yeah, well, we took two weeks off from the- raiding. So we're not, we're not raiding until TBC comes out anymore, which yeah. I think is is pretty good we made it all the way up till pre-patch i think we did our work we did we yeah. did the most we can <laughs> the the dishes sure. are done dude yeah. those breaks are actually like really nice they just, they're like little mental resets they get you like re-hyped yeah. to raid again they really do yeah 
right? Yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely. So in other news, the fun, not bug list for TBC has come out. Now, we're not going to talk about all of these. There'll be a link in the, sh- the, sh- the show notes if you want to see them all. But did any of these stand out to any of you? Yeah, the big the big one for me, and I mentioned it before the show, and this is something that I felt while we were PvPing the other night. Uh, I thought this was funny. It's the overpower one for Warrior, uh, where if you didn't use your overpower and you whirlwind and someone else dodges, you won't be able to use that initial overpower on uh, on that first target. So it was kind of annoying, and maybe you just have to prioritize that overpower over your whirlwind coming out. Uh, in order for that not to happen. But I was definitely missing some combos on people because of that, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but I just thought stuff like that is funny. But it's got, it's going to be class-specific. I think every class has one that you probably didn't realize. Uh, Mages, Arcane Concentration, that's like the um, clear clear casting state, doesn't proc off Blizzard. Like, there's all these things where you should look at this list and, and really check your class and, and see what's going on there. Because um, there might be things going on that you think are like a bug or you're maybe messing something up that is just in the game. Anybody else have one that sticks out to him? Can you just explain this to me? Prayer of Mending will proc from damage that is reflected back at the priest. What does that mean? So Prayer of Mending goes off. You place a spell. So No, I know you, what Prayer of Mending is. Yeah. It's saying that if if uh if something gets reflected back at you, so they're not doing damage. But like think about the AQ guys at the beginning where they have that that buff that will reflect shadow damage or fire damage. It's just saying that prayer mending will proc off that reflected damage, not just off okay. the damage that something does to you. It's also pretty okay. big in uh, arenas because reflective shield is it's actually in there as a note. But reflective shield is very common in arena because uh, or in general, it's actually like even in speed running guilds. I think we'll see it a lot more. So little things like that will will now proc it at least. Uh, I had and for any oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so I had two actually that were really surprising though. Two that were that were on here. Uh, I forgot that the Scenarian War Hippogriff didn't have a ground animation in TBC. I know. <laughs> I completely I forgot about it, that. But my Scenarian War Hippogriff <laughs> is the mount that I want to use in TBC. Mm. And I read this and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I remember I was watching like I had seen like you know I was watching like little clippets uh, from in beta and I was just like, why? Why is no one like running around on this thing? Well, all right. <laughs> I bought that in beta, but I guess I never tried to run around on it. I, I, there's a lot of those. Like that's a perfect example of like I would have never. My memory is would never have remembered that ever. Ever. The problem is with a game like I mean, wow. this is like a whole new. So game wait, to you me. just fly so my memory on the ground. Remember anything? Yeah, to like, my knowledge, just it's, just a, it's just a launch. No, you can land, but like you can't like do anything on the ground. Yeah. Oh, you can't. You can't. Oh no, I think you can run. run. It, it doesn't have, have. It doesn't have like uh, when you're on when, ground, you can't do like space bar and do the little. Yeah, when you do your thing. special and it goes like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know, like like, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah, the hippogriff ones okay, are so gotcha. cool. Yeah, like They're really yeah. cool. You you don't notice it, but when you're in Azeroth and you're on a flying mount, you'll realize that you hit that button all the time to do a special on like the ground version of a flying mount, uh, and it's just kind of silly, but. Uh, oh. You kind of reminded me of something just to let the listeners know. I gave you the tip about, you know, that you could possibly lose your gold for this, for buying other factions mounts, having someone buy it and then trade it to you before pre-patch. I got a cat. It worked. I've got a cat now on Bob and it's freaking awesome. So I'm proud of you. Now you could also just do BGs and get one for like 
20 of each token, which yep. I didn't think about prior. Eh. But uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm know. actually, Whoops. I'm genuinely surprised they actually kept that because that was originally a hot fix. So I oh, was wow. I was legit expecting that that trick to to not be implemented. Yeah. But the fact that they and kept it why, is really surprising. Like I told like listeners, I was, I was like, just I was like, if you do this, just know you might be wasting your gold. Yeah. But I tested it two weeks before on the beta with a copied over character, and it did work. So I was like, I'm I already give it a said try. that if you're playing Wrath, just get exalted. <laughs> just get exalted. Spend your money on exalted. Then you can get all the mounts in Wrath and get your albino Drake. That's the that's the real. I feel like maybe that was on their list to correct in the like update. And they were like, listen, we've already been closed for 16 hours. Like, let's just push it through. Who cares about the mounts? <laughs> yeah, something something I want to point out. I know Zabrax has another one, uh, and but maybe I'm going to steal it. Maybe not. Ooh. But in my dungeon leveling group, I'm engineering and someone else is engineering. And I was planning on cheesing some of the things with grenades. Iron grenades fizzle on targets that are higher than level 50. I noticed that in game because I was like, oh, I'm going to make a bunch of consumes getting ready for my dungeon leveling. And I'm like looking at iron grenade. It doesn't work <laughs> anymore. It just doesn't work. Bummer, bummer. However, thorium yeah. grenades work till 67. So <laughs> you can use that for the dungeon leveling part if you want to spend that money on, on thorium grenades here. Yeah, what, what's yeah. the other? What's the other one? The, the one that silences. I always forget the name of it. Is it arcane or something? What's the? Am I thinking the right? Arcanite one? bomb is that the Maybe, one? That's what of? I'm thinking of. Yeah, if you want to really Arcane spend the bomb, money Arcane and be bomb. like be a, a, a god amongst tanks, that's <laughs> and you're an engineer. That, that, that honestly that, might be affordable these days. To be honest, things are not that expensive. Well, I don't know. Arcanite and arcane crystals are really cheap on white main right now. Back to like six gold per crystal. I have a bunch of alchemists. That actually be a good idea to just make arcane bombs, and you get three arcane bombs per craft. Yeah, so it's like one Arcanite bar turns into three Arcane bombs. At least, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely for those later dungeons, it might be worthwhile spending some gold. Well, I mean, at level 70, there's going to be tons of classes that could just solo DM jumps. And so mm. that like those will probably be they'll probably be stacking up a lot of Thorium and Arcanite. And who knows? The drop rate might jump up in TBC. I have no clue. I, I think can't you get them from Pross from from pros prospecting too in TBC? I don't remember, honestly. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not sure on that either. Uh yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can get all of the other ones that you get from uh from large thorium veins, so I would assume arcanite crystals would would be in there too. I would I would also assume that. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll just have to wait and find out. For Okay, so I have a question though before you move on. Well, I wasn't going to move on. I was going to okay, say what's, go what's okay. So what surprised me was like when I first got on, I wanted to PVP with my lock. And so I was, of course, was, you know, had no, no, you know, soul shards. So I went to my normal spot, which is, you know, level 48s, 49s and 50s. And those are now gray. When it used to be at, at 60, though, like level 48 and up was green. Now it's level fifty-two and up, so those those markers have changed. That's the first thing listed in there. Not a bug. I think it's like it's one of the first things, and it doesn't say specifically the levels, but I just know because I went to make shards and 
I had to kill level 52s or higher to get shards, whereas before I could kill level 48s or higher. So that's something that changed that people might not notice. So that's also going to be the case. You're now, if you're killing somebody for honor, you're not going to get honor for anything, you know, below level 52. And that was weird for me. I can confirm you do not get arcane crystals from prospecting Thorium or. Oh, sweet. Okay. Okay, so my question is, so what is the boss in Karazhan that we had so much trouble with, with our class spec? Night, Nightbane. Okay, so it says Nightbane smoking blast is doing the correct amount of damage and is properly mitigated by armor. Is this, did they make changes to that that I've missed? No, none of these are changes. All of these are just I know, saying I know. that these aren't bugs. Right, but did they make changes to Nightbane? That I not since we did it with Mad Season and so it's and just gonna Willy be really and Josh hard. and all them. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's just gonna be really hard. Nightmane's okay. a special boy for special care of people, not necessarily a week okay. one. <laughs> well, down. lots of Got people it. aren't aren't even gonna have the the region to call him down right. week week one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like a long a, quest uh, line. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, meant to be like the secret boss for a reason. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's a secret yeah. boss. I didn't even know that. It, See. It's, yeah. Yes, yeah, because on the it's on, on the beta we got like the urn free, and so we got were it. able to do it. Okay, I was just I was just curious. Cool, cool. All right, so moving on, we already have our first level sixty blood elf paladin. Did you guys hear anything about this? I heard everybody talking about it in the chat, but I was PvP in and on a mission. Yeah, we we were we were watching this as we were leveling our our shaman rerollers. We were following closely to this level 60 Blood Elf Paladin as as multiple mages were clearing Maradon for them. And they were going into <laughs> each instance just to collect the experience. Uh, it was pretty insane to watch as we were like, hey, we're level 25. Hey, this person's level 55. <laughs> uh, it was it was pretty insane. It was 14 hours or something like that. I think you're right. What, with like a band of people around him leveling him as well, well no he, like he was doing things like where there was a booster pulling uh all of of moradon and like while he wasn't there and then when the pole was about ready to do the kill the 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 kill phase they would summon him back i think he was doing quests someplace else they would summon him back he would go in he just has to tag mobs i think maybe he had to drop down consecration i forget whatever i boosted if i wasn't in there i had to like actually tag the bobs in some way like with blizzard when i was doing my mage but he was able to just not wait the like 15 20 minutes that it takes to do the the full pull he was able to quest during that and that time he was so also was doing mob intricate. tagging i think too right he was mob tagging and early on yeah, yeah so um okay so can we just categorize him as another level in our infographic here of like <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know this is like psychopath this Super is something sweat. that you have to think about as as man hours and manpower is 14 hours impressive when the total amount of hours of man hours which is what you really right. should measure this in yeah uh, can you multiply so that high. by like the 82 people that actually yeah. helped or I, it's whatever? cool like I don't think people should trash this guy for taking advantage no. of like boosts and mob tagging that everyone else is taking advantage of and being like, this isn't a real level, but it is like, okay, yeah, I mean, cool. That, I mean, it's kind of abusing these systems that people are already kind of like sketched out about for the most part in the community, or even if they take advantage of it, they're like, eh, this is a, you know, I don't know. 
it's it's fine. The nice thing is these boosts aren't going to gold sellers. The boosts that you're getting in Maradon are going to gold sellers. So I always find it just so creative, like what people can pull off. Honestly, yeah, I, I have yeah. as someone who has like no horse in this race. I just I'm always like, wow, that's really cool. People are really creative. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely they are. But yeah, congratulations and. uh be interested to see the level 70 race, too, because mm. that's going to be nuts, too. Yeah, that will be nuts. I'm sure people are going to pull out stuff that we have not even talked about. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move on to the honor tobacco. So when I first logged in, I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting so much honor for every battleground. I was able to literally get my weapon. Now, I had saved up. 20 of each mark too, but I was able to get my weapon and three pieces of, of gear like day one. I mean, it was unreal. And then they nerfed it by 10 times. So I guess we were getting 10 times the Bonus honor. honor. And I, and like, I did look up old screenshots. I, tw I tweeted it out on my Twitter at blazing underscore Bob an old, an old screenshot. The, honor that they nerfed it to is definitely accurate but yes it felt bad yeah we were getting we were getting 1700 per win in all track valley and alliance we're getting uh well okay let's let's go back for a moment because yeah, tell them about the first three hours honor was cool but we didn't even know that that was happening at the beginning at four in the morning i'm i'm awake i'm <laughs> i'm ready to go for pre-patch we queue into all track valley Five minute wins because Drex War Masters aren't spawning. So you can just rush straight to Drek and kill it. I on a level I had a 60% mount because I was I didn't realize that the honor was like bugged to be 10x. So I didn't think I had to rush or anything to, to play my warrior. So I was on my mage trying to get some uh AoE gear so I could just boost a little bit easier and not have to pay as much attention when I'm like in stocks and stuff like that. So I wanted to get some of the Grand Marshal gear, so I'm on my mage. My 60% mount could not make it to Drek's room before we would win. I just I just had nothing to do. I would go into a game. I run to Galv. We kill Galv. We win. And it's like Galv goes down. Sometimes Galv couldn't go down fast enough and Drek would go down first. That's how crazy uh, this was. And it seemed like Drek had no help. I don't know if it was just the new talents or uh, maybe just when there's Warmasters up, you don't notice how much Drek's health has. But he was going down in like 30 seconds. You could almost five man him. Uh, with the no war masters thing going on. So we were just getting so much XP, so many marks. And I knew something was wrong because I was like, it was not this easy. <laughs> like I was not getting, I could not hit honor cap in a day back in the day. There's no way Never. that, that was even, happening. Not, not, not possible. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get honor cap and not have any of the marks I need in order to buy the gear. And that's just not how it worked before. I, I, I that just isn't I remember getting honor and then going to get marks I don't know. Mm. yeah well and it turned into like alliance and horde pr uh, pre-maids literally doing lose pre-maids like like we were killing it in Arathi Basin and we had like we had like something like 10 five caps which was just crazy that night but two but two of the five caps we're literally hordes standing in spawn. We're like, what's going on? And we're like, oh, they're just trying to get fast marks because they've already got cap. So it, it, it led to some weird stuff. 
Yeah, and the the biggest problem here, and there is a lot of, of feedback. So they did end up changing this. They decided to double it from the one tenth. So we're now at one fifth of the the honor. Um, the reason that I think this change is, is really good is the the biggest problem is people like me were on getting honor capped, getting getting marks um, with the Altrac Valley bug, but uh, getting so much honor. And I was telling people all day how quickly they were going to get their Grand Marshal gear. All these people who are re-rolling or boosting, don't worry about it. You can get all your Grand Marshal gear in a single day. The honor for it is yeah. so easy to get. I had my friend logged in. We did three Alltrack Valleys. We won them back to back to back. 2,200 honor. And then all of a sudden, we got 220 honor. And all day, I was telling him how he was going to get all his Grand Marshal gear. And I was like, I guess not. I guess there's almost no point in putting all this effort in. Uh, but now it is one fifth the XP plus if you do the weekend, it's doubled. Uh, so you're basically looking at just below half of the XP we were getting. If you're doing the correct battleground, which is Arathi Basin this weekend, all track Valley next weekend, the honor you can farm honor at a little less than half the rate you could uh, when it was really broken. Uh, so it's it's a really, really reasonable change. It's going to feel bad when TBC comes out and we're back to horrible honor. Uh, but, you know, I think that this was a really solid middle ground where no one can really complain too much. Yeah, yeah I had uh, I had people I kept saying in, in videos like do not expect to get all your rank 14 gear in like three days because people had that expectation. I was like, it's not like that. Man, the amount of messages <laughs> I got the day people were PvPing like, oh, oh I just got, I'm God. like halfway there. What do you mean you couldn't do it in a week? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. What happened here? Oh, man. Yeah, well, that's what I was worried about with the PvP stuff, too, is because, like, they were like, well, you could always get the the lower gear, you know, doing BGs. And I just remember the BG grind being freaking epic. You know, mm -hmm. you're getting, like, a piece. If you're playing constantly, you're getting a piece, like, every, you know, two days if you're playing eight hours a day, you know. And so that's what I remembered. But then this came out and I... I just wish I would have realized because I did a lot of like AFK and doing other things. I would have just been grinding had I known. <laughs> I would have just been going nuts on it. Also, another thing they changed is they decided to just give us Dark Moon Fair for the rest of, of pre-patch, which is pretty cool Yo, too, right? Which kind of yeah. contradicts the fact that they were like, didn't want to implement pre-patch so that people could get another Dark Moon Fair buff, Raiden. <laughs> Yeah, Decided. but I mean, but now we have the different talents. So like the speed runs, like this is literally the speed runs that happen now are going to be, there's going to be two of them and it'll be interesting, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be in the books as the fastest speed run. Right. There's a new book, fastest speed run with new talents. <laughs> yeah. You can join that club. <laughs> Those are like the super quadruple X hardcore players. Yeah, so uh, back just reminds me of total of uh, total recall when the when he's got that girl's head on him and he's going two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, so now Sorry, it now, just reminded me of that. In and in vanilla TBC, I don't know what we call old TBC anymore. Um, but in uh, in TBC originally there there was massive clout that's like, yeah. This guild completed Nax, or yeah, I, I was that I, I can I killed KT before. Now it's gonna be everyone asking, what's your pre-patch kill time? What's your what's your pre-patch <laughs> next speed run time, huh? 
I always find this these oh. little splits funny because like I know there is a in classic there's this big push for logs to like separate world buff logs versus not world buff logs. And in, in retail, there is like the big problem in Shadowlands now where people don't like that power infusion is as powerful as it is. So people want like no PIs used in a raid logs versus the right everyone else so we're gonna have something weird in tvc i'm sure it'll be like do you right. have do you only have four shaman log or do you have a seven yeah. shaman log how many, like, how many warlocks did you have <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> so so warcraft you just re- maybe think of something warcraft logs if you could please make parses not count if they get multiple shaman bloodlust or hero heroism throughout the fight if they are shaman swapping take away their parse i would love you for that <laughs> yeah but shaman if blizzard swapping, isn't is gonna it... fix it you can okay but to be fair shaman swapping is a skill and it does make you more hardcore right like you get a certain x after your hardcore status if you do the shaman swapping yeah, well, we've talked about this before. It just kills parsing. Like four people in your guild get to parse, and that sucks. Right. So they need like a super hardcore parsing meta, and then a hardcore parsing meta. Like the way, yeah. we gotta the use way, the infographic. Apply the infographic. Which right? W- w- how do you parse <laughs> within the hardcore, <laughs> not the speedrun guilds? The hardcore. I'm like this, like really cold. So when I, I'm like a, a multiple different mindsets. Uh, when I played really hardcore, my and I when I ha- put that brain on, so to speak. My mindset there is the people who were trying to parse did whatever it took to parse. And if you didn't have like the clout to tell your officer, no, I'm getting the second PI or I'm getting the second shaman, you were never going to parse to begin with. Right. So, so don't even bother. That's like so yeah. that's just the cold reality. If you want a world like a rank one parse, you got to be willing to do all of the things to get the rank one. Parse. But that, that is a problem, though. Yeah, there is a problem. Sucks. Um there's there's parsing like hey i'm trying to get a rank one but then there's just like hey i would like to be above 90 percent on all my bosses i would like to be you know like a legendary parse on this boss and there is some level of depending on what's available and i think that shaman thing is it's going to be a, a minor amount of people right like maybe a rank one will be hard if you don't have the shamans doing it but there's not going to be Five thousand people ahead of you who are all <laughs> doing it but right. there is like something to think about where People who are looking at whether or not they want you to join their guild will look at your parses on Warcraft logs. So if you're not getting you, you, you know, you might want to push for that extra boost. So now that your logs look better, someone might take you more often to another guild. So there's some weird meta stuff going on there. But I think the my I agree. You know, if you can't, you're not going to get a rank one if you're not the person who's getting the shamans anyway. So if you're really talking about real parsing, like actually getting 99s and stuff like that, and, and and top 10 parses you're you would know if you're gonna get them or not already uh, yeah and which sucks because like i've got you know got 95s and 97s throughout all of classic because i just didn't go get rend and i oftentimes had like i was geared bis but oftentimes didn't have the best weapons until later in each in each phase and if you know i would have been able to get all the buffs every time I probably would have been able to hit 99s, but I only hit 199 throughout Classic, and I was excited about TBC because, oh, hey, no more world buffs. Like, I actually have a chance now. And then to find out about 
shaman swapping, I'm just like, God. But there's people below now, you dude. who are like, oh wow, all their all their players in their guild are doing heroics every day. That's an advantage I don't have. So your parses shouldn't count either. Like, there's always someone below you upset at the thing that you're doing <laughs> that edges them out. Yeah. So it, yeah, it there's is always a, something. There's always an exploit that some people are going to do that you're not willing to do. And you have to accept that. Like, they put in the time and the effort to do this or somebody that they're with put in the time and the effort to do this. And power to them, right? Like, that's how much you care about <laughs> your parsing. And if you're in a good guild, and I don't know, I'm a healer, so I maybe I should have, but I don't usually look at parses. I don't usually care because I know that there's certain things to my job that make it so that I'm not going to be healing all the time. And if I am healing all the time, it's because I'm overhealing or I'm trying to steal heals from other people because we don't need the healing. And yes, I know people die, but it's because they went, you know, 100 to 60 in five seconds. Well, 0.5 seconds, not five seconds. I probably could have healed them in five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> All right, well, we've moved into parsing from talking about Darkman Fair, so I'm going to just go ahead and move us on to our last bit of news. And this one, you know, this one hits my heart because I feel like the Blizzard devs, you know, I feel like our podcast is part of their Monday morning meetings. You know, they you know, get in, they're like, let's check out Warcraft Reloaded because I didn't see a lot of people complaining about this, but I was definitely complaining about the arena gear ratings that they added did not like it they re they they reverted it kind of they're using still the sh the shoulders and the the weapon rating that was from season three and they're using that on season one but they have dropped the whole you know five pieces of gear these are the different tiers you all need and i think it's a healthy thing that's going to bring a lot more people into our arena that wouldn't even try it before i'm happy but yip shaking his head what are you not happy about sir i don't know like i just think it's bizarre to complain about free welfare epics but then not want an arena rating on the epics <laughs> that's all i think is if you have the opinion you don't want raiders to get free welfare epics there should be some of these ratings are like lower than 1500 <laughs> like it was not particularly difficult to hit these ratings and if you deserved them you could hit those ratings in like less than 10 games because of the way the mmr system worked so i think that it was already pretty generous like the the new system's kind of generous to people um it's fine. It's it's fine. I mean, I I don't. It doesn't need to be more hardcore than it was in TBC, which I think that kind of does do. Which I think kind of oversteps the no changes or slight changes to improve. I think this is sort of like it's, it's sort of like a, out on a leap. It's just something that I think is cool, but maybe not everyone would. Uh, but I think if you don't want people to have welfare epics, then a read and rating on every piece of gear makes sense. If you're a PVEer, why are you wearing PVP gear if you can't PVP? They should have their own separate paths in in my in my game philosophy okay so here's my philosophy on it is that when i'm pvping i hate being at a disadvantage because they have better gear go play right? overwatch when i'm right and i think that's where i take it from is i love overwatch loved overwatch um <laughs> but when i'm pveing it's your end goal is to get gear from these bosses right that's your end all be all goal there's nothing else other than speed runs or like they've made their own games out of this right but in pvp your game 
is to beat somebody else. So if you have the gear, then you're at an even playing field. If you don't have the gear, then you can blame every time you lose on, well, I didn't have this or I didn't have that, right? And I think for a PvP perspective, yes, being able to get better gear with better rating is cool. But at the same time, if those people come down into your rating and you're just as skilled as them, but they have better gear than you, then what is your goal? Like, my goal should not be in PvP to get an item. My goal in PvP is to hone my skills, get better at the PvP meta, and win. So I think the titles actually are the the thing that you should have that like boasts, hey, I'm good. So why have PvP gear at all? I, I why not? Why not just I have a mode where stupid. you go in? Why not just have you want a mode where you go in with no PvP gear? Everything is equalized, and you're on the same playing field as everybody else, like any other PvP game. You're not even playing an RPG anymore. Like that's the biggest problem is you're not advancing your character at all. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you want to be like the whole point is you want to be able to advance your character, but, but, even but though you're, you're but, okay, not as then, good. Then as let me change else. it. Is that that you're just wrong? Because the MMR with an MMR system, there's no weird situation where you're going to be up against. Some, if someone has a full set of gear, they're not at 1,000 rating. The ratings that were on here were the or were like god awful ratings. 1,500, 1,600 in an MMR system for a piece of gear literally just means you can play your class. It has nothing to do with gear at all, almost. Like, you right. Can, so you play your class, you get some gear, but I don't understand what your argument is to the fact that yes, so you just play, but. It's not like PvE. PvE, you play Why? to kill the boss and to get gear. PvP, you play to win. Like, you play to beat people and get better. <laughs> then why are you playing a RPG? One of, the, like, one of the biggest signifiers of an RPG is an advancement of your character. If there's no way to advance your character in PvP, why am I playing World of Warcraft? Why don't I PvE? Why don't people won't do it because of the ratings? So you can you're, advance. You're making the point. No, I'm making the, the point because of I the will... titles, because of the like. You can advance because you get to play against better people, and then you play against no, those no, better people and those better character. people. Advance your character. It's a role playing game. When you level up, you're not leveling up like, hey, why even level one to sixty? You should just be at full power and then learn your class at sixty. Like this applies to literally anything. No. Parsing isn't fun. Because of shamans. Parsing isn't fun because of gear either. Bob's complaining about his weapons and knacks. Why don't you just hand the best weapons to everybody so that they can parse equally? It doesn't because make any sense. what's the point of PvE, right? What's like the point, the of, point of Is beating people and honing your so, skills and doing better at your role. All three of us have talked our points. And if you want to check out previous pod, podcasts, we've actually talked about this at length. But I'd like to hear what Zerbraxi thinks about it. So I have like, a, OK, I have a little bit of a weird take. I actually think uh, I think the arena system in WoW is one of the worst PvP systems ever implemented in an MMO. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Well, worse, uh, hold on, just really quick elaborate. before you explain. Yeah. Worse than classic WoW PvP system? No, classics is probably the worst. 
Okay. Yeah. Go on. Classics is genuinely <laughs> like the worst PvP system. We're gonna take advantage of that, that shit one. tonight. We're yeah. gonna we're um, gonna just go in there and just just global people all tonight after the pod. It's yeah. Be glorious. But sorry, go ahead. Uh, so what I was gonna say is uh, I actually think there's a solution that literally solves both of your problems. And what's really frustrating about it is it exists in other games, and WoW has never taken advantage of it. Uh, I mentioned earlier that like I think it was maybe before show or whatever. I can't remember the that I played Guild Wars 1 a lot during TBC instead. Uh, so I played Guild Wars a, a very a lot. And it was the PvP specifically. And the reason being is the way that game handles PvE and PvP progression is really clever. Where your PvP progression, when you make a character, you're literally at like a stat cap and all of your gear is normalized and you have access to any abilities or skills that your PvE characters would have. When you unlock or like when you win in PvP, if you make it all the way through, because they do it a little bit differently without going down the whole way. But if you make it to like the very end of the rung and you play against people, you'll un you'll get items and gear, which unlock the skins to unlock in PvE. So you get to actually make a level of PvE progression that's horizontal mm. while never having a an actual scaling vertical power problem in PvP. And especially if you were to look at like retail now, where like transmog is like massive, yeah. like huge, um, or Guild Wars 2 also has the same thing. When PvP becomes on an even playing field, but you can make horizontal PvE progression, whether it be mounts or some other things, you get to keep the RPG progression. It's not statistical, but it's still aesthetic, while also getting that normalized. The only reason you're beating me is because you played better or picked a better comp or have a class right. that's, that's superior to mine because I'm of the belief as well. I do not like beating someone in an arena match because I have Storm Herald. I don't feel satisfied with that. At the same time, I want to I do want to get something for doing PVP other than like my own experience or my own knowledge. Actually, Guild Wars also does P uh, titles like massive sets of titles in PVP. There's a lot of ways you could do it. And obviously, this and doesn't help TBC, but well, that's just like one. Yeah. And like in Guild Wars one, you literally like the better and more and more you play PVP, you just constantly build a meter and you unlock more and more rank just by playing better and playing more. But like, unfortunately, like I said, that doesn't really help TBC here. But at the same time, there are just better systems. And it's like always, yeah. it's always hard for me to talk about Arena and not just be like, yeah, but this system's kind of stupid. Like at the, yeah, I mean, the whole, if, the if, beginning. Yeah. And they did <laughs> change their overhaul. system. If you're about an overhaul, totally fine. If you're about getting rid of PVP gear though, why would anyone do a BG? You've killed Battlegrounds, period. Getting rid of Honored Gear, right? Oh, if the, like, the rating's too low, you, you mean? Yeah, I just mean like how much mm. how much PvP did you do in Classic, right, Bob? Almost none. <laughs> like you do almost yeah. none because there's no yeah. gear reward for you. And now that there's a gear reward, we've been PvPing all week. Yeah, but for me, for me specifically in Classic, I wasn't rich until the end of classic like kim took me under his wing taught me the ropes and i just made out like a banshee and now i'm just like i don't even think about the gold that i am spend but early in classic i was broke constantly and there was just no way i could respec just for four days of b of bgs in between like i i wanted to and i wasn't going to make a new character because i wasn't going to go get that character gear to go bg you know like there wasn't a gear path for me to do and now there is hmm what if they added a gear path where when you do battlegrounds you could gear up your alt for pvp and maybe 
Maybe Arena could have slightly, maybe Arena could have slightly better gear, and all you have to do is play like an average player to be able to get it. And we're all. Oh, you're killing me! I'm just saying that you you (laughs) like the system. I think you're not thinking it through. I think that at the end of the day, if the system you described existed, you just wouldn't PvP. If you're gonna try to tell me that Infernal Gladiator is the reason you're gonna Arena for the Infernal Gladiator title. Then, like, I'd Here. be like, oh, okay, okay, but what I will, I'll what I will give you argue this, there, yep. like, hold no, on, me... hold on, though, hold on, no, l- l- like, l- like, let me just add this. I'll give you this, yep. If honor was like it was yesterday, I'm totally cool with it because I'll be able to get all that, you know, last season gear. But I mean, I'm talking about me. I'm really not talking about me. I'm going to like get my gear, like. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to learn it. I'm not going to be great at the start, but I am going to get up there. Probably not Gladiator again, but like maybe Duelist. Like I'm going to go hard. So I'm just really just talking for the the rest of the population that just want to dabble in PvP. And I think this is a good change for that. Well, let me let me last my last point on it. I think that uh, when we're talking, my my point breaks down a lot when you talk about something like Storm Herald, like Zabraxi did, where the gear increases maybe way too much versus bg gear to season one arena gear season one arena gear which wouldn't have had the ratings to season two arena gear not as huge as an upgrade as everyone's talking about we're not talking about a difference of like i can seven seconds stun somebody and destroy them with storm herald we're talking about like they've got a little bit more health than me they've got a little bit more base stats than me it's not like hey you've got season one arena gear i've got season two arena gear I win automatically. I, I just don't really kind of believe that that is a situation that unfolds. If we want to talk about PvP gear being easy to get, like that battleground gear being easy to get or something like that, so that people can kind of hop into it casually, I don't think I have any problem with that. But I think that to, for an RPG to hold up, you just have to have that character progression. Even if it is, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have a full out thought about it, but if there's more cosmetics involved, more titles involved, Maybe that's something that can solve the problem as well, too. Uh, not realistic for TVC, of course. So, mm. uh, But I just don't think that removing gear. And and again, I, I don't even love the, the rating on the gear. I just think that if you're somebody who doesn't like welfare, <laughs> rating on okay. gear is how that okay. is fixed. Let me finalize my point here. And then we can move on. I'm sorry. Yes. But I feel like, yes, you say go play Overwatch if you want to just you know, PvP for raiding and move up, right? But me, being a person who did play Overwatch, then played WoW, and I want to play the same game. I want to play the character that I know how to play, and I like both of those areas, right? I like to PvP, and I like to PvE. And if I have to transfer between playing Mercy and Overwatch and playing a priest in WoW, like, my mind is going to explode. I don't have time for that. So... I would like them to just make let me do it all in one game, okay? And Arena gives them the option to do that, but they take it away by making it so that... And I know they fix some of the botting so people can't, like, get the gear without, you know, actually playing some games or winning some games. And I think that's a good step. But I don't know. Like you said, it doesn't feel good to beat somebody just because you're so much more overgeared than them and 
That's just me, though. To be fair, I know a lot of people I, who, yeah, I who love happily love yeah. having like mitomenethil and walking into somebody. Yeah, and I've been see, doing that all week, but I, I just it. don't I get that. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> doesn't click with me, but I know there are people who do it. In Battlegrounds, that's fun. <laughs> in Battlegrounds, that's fun, right? Like in Battlegrounds, it's like, hey, yeah, but in Arena, when it's 2v2, 3v3, like, no, you don't want to lose just because you stepped in with the wrong set. All right, so we've all got to give our point, but a point that wasn't given, that was given in chat, which I'm, I'm going to have to think on. I'll talk to you about it maybe next week if, you know, I sleep on it, if it feels good. But he has a he has a hot take that the best PvP gear should come from BGs, and then titles and mounts come from Arena. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's kind of similar to Zerbraxi's uh, idea. When you focus the cosmetic stuff on Arena and then everything else on BGs, I think that's a really good... Uh, I think that's a really good way to handle it. If there's if there's a farmable way in BGs where you can learn your class, get some gear, and then arenas as you take that gear and see how you compete against other people. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I, listen, I don't personally have a. Huge I problem. think that's a great idea. I think that that kind of makes it to a point where you can actually practice and learn your character in a. It's kind of like quick mode or quick play in Overwatch, where it's like I'm not going to learn anything there because. <laughs> everybody plays mm. like a crazy person right well i mean yeah and i mean but it's 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 a good take because arena you just have to do 10 games a week you know to get that base amount and then you're getting the you know the items way slower than a, like a true pvp -er. but you'd have to actually really work in bgs and do a lot of grinding to get those well those welfare epics okay cbase says that was his hot take by the way but I agree. Did I not say C-Base? Did I say somebody else? I don't know. I didn't know. My bad. All right, C-Base 1057. That's your shout out. So I think also you get into this problem where you have an arena team and now we have MMR, right? And I don't think people understand what MMR means exactly. Okay, I take that back. I, don't, I still don't, I understand don't understand what it means here. What MMR means exactly. So... Going into arena and failing because you're learning your character is going to set your MMR back pretty no pretty far. It'll be Why? that'll be that'll be perfect. That'll be exactly what you want. You what you're describing is what you don't like. You will be placed with other people at your level to then grind up to fifteen hundred. If you get Correct. destroyed at the beginning, then you don't get placed against people who already have all their arena gear or don't already have all their BG gear. It's like, I think the biggest thing is when you have let's, an MMR. But I just think, hope, wouldn't it be better Let's just to... hope MMR resets every season, whereas that was a big problem with Overwatch. You could literally make a new account, mm -hmm. and because yeah. you had gotten better, yeah. you place a lot higher, and it 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 was a bad that. system <laughs> that they improved later. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. It's it was literally a bad system. Like we thought we were just gold players, and we made a new account, placed high plat, and made diamond for the first time. It was just yeah. like okay. This is broken. Yeah. Hopefully that's not the problem here. You can do that with arena teams though, right? Uh, remaking an arena team sets you back to 1500 anyway, right? Well, they're that changing it. No, now, now it sets you to MMR. MMR stays the same. Yeah, the old version, you, you would do that. But with MMR, they're trying to make it so you can't do that. 
so that you don't keep playing against overgeared better players. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the problem is the PvP system is so broken. We can throw out hypotheticals literally for hours of ways to improve mm. it just because it's so there are so many things where it doesn't fit anyone's needs. It's just like this mishmash. Well, it's better than classic or vanilla, but it's it's still there's so many. things. Yeah. And OK, sorry, Zabrax, you want to say one? No, that was going to say it's actually I think that's actually the larger conclusion to this, unfortunately, is that. This goes to show actually how bad the WoW PvP system is. And let's also then get like really sad here for a second. This system that we're about to get in TBC fundamentally is the exact same system that exists to the very day in Shadowlands. Like they don't and change it much at all. From what I it's, hear, right? It's no, it's not what's well, not good in TBC, and it's not going to be good for the next 12 years. It's uh, it's really strange that they've never actually looked at this and been like, how do we do this better? There are so many other games that have solved all of these problems and they've just done nothing. But it does go to show. I think that's like the largest conclusion is, yeah, the PvP system is not very good. It's really well, bad. I think, yeah. I think we can well, accept hey, the Mel, fact. Hold on, though. No, we've, I think we've got, I know. We've got to move on. Shut up. I think we can accept <laughs> the fact that they have chosen to focus on PvE. They have put in a PvP component to appease the community to an extent, but it is not their focus. And maybe it will be at some point, but I don't. I think it might be. We, well, I remember their having focus, this exact but, uh, conversation uh, when I was fourteen in TVC. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're speculating now. We will definitely talk about it more once we've played mm. some ur some arenas. We've seen how it shakes out, but we are going to put a pin in it for now, and we're going to move on to. <laughs> Bobby. We need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? So, in this week's discussion, as we do with every new guest, we're going to get to know Zerbraxi. So, first off, let's just get a little background about you and your WoW career. When did you start playing WoW, the original? I started in... It's around the it was around the Blackwing Lair patch. I remember I'm pretty sure Nefarian was out around the time I was like 30, 30, 40 ish for level. I remember the head. Okay. Uh, so and I thought you born. were saying like your age, like around the time I was Whoa. like 30, wow, 30 or 40. Yeah, I, if I still you know, look like I this at like, like 55, <laughs> I'll be happy. I'll be very happy. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, so I don't remember it exactly, but I remember the Blackwing Lair patch being like the first one that I ever saw on the launcher or being like really stoked for. And I played all th I played through all of that. Actually, I pretty much played through all the way through um through TBC and held off in wow, uh, uh, Wrath. Wrath was the first time I ever took a break of my own volition actually. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, it was the Nax problem, as I was mentioning earlier, where uh, we cleared. So funny little story real quick. My guild, our first walk into Nax at, in Wrath was to a 25 man Anubrakan uh, pull. We were in a we were a 10 man raid at the time waiting for people to cap. We didn't know it was 25. And we were just like, wow, oh, this boss is like still decently tough. And oh, we man. killed it in like four <laughs> pulls. At a 10 man, on a 25. And it went to Feralina. Uh -huh killed her and went to Makesna and we we're finally like, oh, okay, this is actually getting really tough. And someone finally said, oh, I think this is 25. 
<laughs> oh shoot oh my to, god to, to paint the that's picture awesome. of me playing like a hardcore raiding scene at that point like because uh, i that's what i really went like kind of crazy with the game where i was raiding probably close to 40 to five, 45 hours a week uh it was like <laughs> what wait what is there to do so to paint my most picture i guess for my wow careers i'm still here playing uh and i've only taken like a few breaks but uh it's mostly been ups and downs hardcore casual uh, so so right. you've played all the like because like like mel and i quit it, like at the start of kata mm -hmm. so you've played all the retail patches and raided like did you do any mythic raiding yeah the only time i ever stopped raiding the only raids that i missed that I, one of which i'm actually very sad that i missed was throne of thunder i actually took time off uh. from that to, i just didn't like i didn't like missa pandaria a lot but that raid uh is like the standout of that expansion unfortunately that i missed the, that was pretty much it. Besides that, I mostly raided through the entirety. The only other thing I took a break on was Antorus, I think, and, and like the back half of BFA. But I would still play like casually if I wasn't hardcore raiding. But I kind of can't. So I can't play casually in the raid. Uh, if I'm raiding, my brain just switches. I can't. I, I take it way too seriously. And I can't stop that. That was why, yeah, that was why Mel and I had to quit. Yeah. That's why we're enjoying Classic now is because we don't have to do it five hours a day, five days a week. Yeah. Eight hours a day, five days a week. Yeah, Vanilla was intense. It was, yeah, it was. It was a lot. Uh, and I actually discovered raiding on accident. Someone just invited me to some group and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. And I happened to see my raid frames were really big. And that was about all I knew. And, <laughs> but I was like hooked. The fact of seeing like 20 Frostbolts hit a mob was like, I'm sold. I, I'm doing this forever. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty epic, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's really funny. However, though, I've said this before in like my own videos, but I really mean it. One of the things that I'm excited about going ahead with Classic and I'm excited about for TBC is that because I've done it all, I can I can actually turn that part of my brain off and I can play hardcore if I would like, but I don't feel compelled to do it. I can I can do it whenever I want to or do i can do all the weirdness that i never got to experience at the time i'm pretty i'm pretty stoked for that uh, but yeah you said you quit during nice, at the launch nice. of kata we we quit like during like the the first tier and then i never played again i did get a boost to 80 and miss of pandaria mm. i believe it was and oh, then great. i saw that they took away talents and i just logged out <laughs> yeah actually i've this is weird i have uh the first that first launch that first patch of cataclysm like if we're not expansion wise but snapshot that might be my sh my straight up favorite time ever playing the game is like that first bit of kata the heroics were really they were really fun. brilliant they were so brilliant and that raid tier was to straight up just so that was actually like i would say like quote unquote my peak i had uh, had i have several top 30 and 40 world kills during that time straight up honestly that tier was way too hard. <laughs> it was way too hard for people. That wasn't oh, right. Yeah. That was oh, actually yeah. the shift. Yeah. That was when Blizzard decided to make raid content like insanely difficult, uh, which might have been a bad, a bad call, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, it yeah, it definitely like like forced off all of my casual friends that would always come to the start of of expansions. We've talked about that before, and that's why I don't like the first raids being really rough. I like those people that just want to play for the start to come back and you know get some time with them before we go super super sweaty into mm. the later parts of the ex the, the expansion. But well, yeah. and I think having like the the 
regular version and then the harder version is also difficult, right? Because if you're a more hardcore player, you don't want to play the regular version with everybody else, even if it's your friends, right? You're like, but this is just wasting my time because I could be getting better gear from this hardcore version. Or it's not even, or it's not gear. It's just like your own, you just, you like that like clutch right. moment. Uh, you like having to operate on, on a pin, like right. every, every pull. Yeah. And so, yeah. So for me and Kata, like all of my friends quit, everybody quit. Mel went to do her, her masters. I joined like the best guild on the, the server. And I did that for a couple of weeks and it was just like military. I didn't know anybody. I was so, I was just. With a bunch of people, but lone, but lonely, mm. and so I was like, "I'm gonna go play this new MMO, Star Star Wars: The Old Republic," and then played that for a while, and then didn't like that either, and just quit MMOs at that point. But mm. this is not about me. This is about you. Did Did you ever play vanilla private servers? It's, it's so funny. This question, like three or four years ago, would be like insanely taboo, right? Because everyone was like, "Oh, you can't say it because Blizzard, like, we don't know what they're going to do." Uh, <laughs> people, yeah, but, people keep saying that, but I mean, now it's cloud. Like, you play yeah. private server, yeah? It's weird. <laughs> right? It's weird, right? Uh, I I didn't play many. Uh, only one I actually played was Nostalrius, and that was mostly it. I think I te- what's the what was the one that came right after Nostalrius that got like replaced? Uh, it? Elysium. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had tried that, and I was just, by that point, I was like, I, I just did this. This is kind of a bummer. Uh, and I knew it's anybody who ended up. I didn't like. I'm not even big into the private server scene, so I feel really bad for the people who were. Uh, when you've had that one moment where you're like, oh, the servers can just turn off. You, it's really hard to not build some apathy to like. Well, my character could just be deleted tomorrow, so. I can't yeah. be that invested in it. Yeah, that. it's got to be hard. Yeah, I'm the same way. Getting invested when it do, it's not like the official too is sort of like. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of uh, like you were saying earlier about like RPGs being all about progression. As much as I when I sometimes like have that that snap of like I want to play hardcore and all I care about is the numbers. N- actually, like 90 percent of my time playing the game is like the RPG side of it. I, I want to be engaged in like the actual growth of a character or the development of the world or the, or the story of the game. Like that's the stuff I actually want to do more so overall, even though I adore rating. So like when my character could just be deleted on a dime, all that investment in time and care that you've done, it's like, ah, oh, well, <laughs> okay, it was fun. I'll go play something else. <laughs> it was a good time. Oh yeah. But that was it. That's the only one I ever really played. Okay. Okay. So you did say your favorite time in WoW was the start of Kata, but mm. what's your actual favorite expansion over the entire the entirety of the expansion? Uh, the, the, weirdly enough, the Burning Crusade by about a mile. It was uh, it was not my nice. first MMO, not even close. But there is something uh, there is something interesting about the PVE landscape of it. It's like the so the kind of the way I, I've compared Burning Crusade is like ocarina of time to the zelda franchise it comes in it kind of redefines that series in a, in, a, in a unique way and then everything is built off of that like everything from ocarina of time for the zelda franchise was basically Ocar- trying to be ocarina again in some way for quite a while until just recently burning crusade the way they've set up their pve progression is so smooth that it's still the way we, they handle it to this very day like the PVE progression in, in vanilla is really cool because it's so scattered, but like the way it is in TBC is so understandable and digestible and, and streamlined in a good way, I would argue. But 
Uh, also, just like the the gear is so weird looking. It's like so bizarre and so flamboyant and like so fantasy looking. You kind of can't help but look at it and be like, why is that shaman literally made of thunder and lightning? <laughs> like, I, I don't know what's going on here. And so it, or like, why does that warrior have axes bigger than their body on their shoulder? It's so cool. Uh, why does this warlock have wings? Right. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, as I'm not going to lie, as someone who played a warlock at TBC, because I, I, I had to so re-roll. Good. Oh, I I did some pretty underhanded things to make sure that I was getting that helmet first. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, man. Shoulders. Shoulders. No, it was the helmet. The, it's not the shoulders. No, the wings. The wings are on the shoulders. No, it's. I'm pretty sure it's not. I, I think everyone th- expects it to be the shoulders and it's the helmet. I swear, because I I had to get my like I got my rating up, and that's when I, Chet, can you help me out? Yeah. Was it the shoulders or the helmet? And the reason I remember it is uh, because I had the season three shoulders at the time, and I was like, "Yo, sweet, I got the wings," and I didn't get them. And then like three weeks later, we had killed Archimonde. I got the helmet, and I finally had wings. And I would yeah, just jump like crazy. Wow. I didn't realize it was the helmet. Wow. Okay. I think it's Archimonde, right? Drops the helmet. I, for, I forget which boss it is that drops the helmet. I could be wrong. It's not. Might not be Archimonde. Yeah, see, I didn't do any PvE. I did all PvP. So gotcha. I had the PvP version of it, the arena version. Huh. I never knew it was the head. It's so the one thing I don't Ooh, like I is I, it, I actually think the helmet looks really bad, but the wings are worth it. <laughs> like they are they are a hundred percent worth it. Huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I must have like got them at the same time or like in real quick succession or something. That's so weird. Maybe your memory is just as bad as mine and you just hide it. And it's Archimonde. Yeah, that's, that's, well, a, wanna, that's a weird one. I want to make sure everything was right. But yeah, it's it's the uh, T6 helm from Archimonde. <laughs> <Get him. laughs> By the way, my first ever. <laughs> yeah, right. My first yeah, ever. Or the oh, Arita. Yeah, or the Arita gear. It looked exactly right. the same, just a different color. Just slightly bluer or whatever. Uh, yeah, like purplish or something. Yeah, my first ever Archimonde kill. Funny, real, real quick, funny story. We actually so Archimonde. Uh, I'm curious to see how this goes in classic TBC. Archimonde, a the way that fight works is the more if someone dies, it like compounds on itself. Like one death, if someone dies from, the, uh, so if your death goes off, Archimonde uses an ability, and if you die to that ability because it went off, he gets another charge of it and he can do it again. So as people die, if if it starts a chain, it gets bad, really bad out of hand. Like, right. So the way we did it was we literally because his enrage timer is like really huge. We literally just started dropping players who would die throughout the fight. So our first ever kill of Archimonde was with 16 people. And it just took us a really long time, but people didn't wow. die. That was the only thing that mattered was people didn't die. Amazing. Wow. So it wow. can be done. Huh. It can be done. Okay, well, uh, I think I know the answer to this question, but I always have to ask it anyhow: Horde or Alliance? Oh, I'm gonna be like points for Alliance. (laughs) I'm actually gonna be a sissy and be like, I I genuinely, I don't care that much, honestly. (laughs) I really don't. The I actually—that's literally how I am in Mel is too. We're like, we're 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 kind of faction neutral. I was until phase two. Well, oh, yeah, well, yeah that, that'll yeah. make anybody yeah. hate hate the enemy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Overall, I think that it's not this isn't necessarily the case today. But for the longest time, I think the story of the Horde characters was definitely more interesting. Uh, they just as ironically, they felt more human and developed and flawed than a lot of the Alliance characters, which were like, I can do no wrong. Uh, but at the same time, Alliance has some pretty cool aesthetics. And while everybody hates them, I think gnomes are the best thing in the world. 
Oh, I yeah. think they're the funniest looking, goofiest things I've, I've ever seen. And I have, to, if I'm playing Alliance and my class can be a, a gnome, I will make it work. I don't care what, what I have to do. Yeah, gnomes are awesome. <laughs> but he cast that yet. Right, yeah, yeah. I cast that yet. Yeah, I love gnomes. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't say I didn't mute the gnome. I didn't say that. <laughs> what? But that's the best part. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. All right, well, let's uh, move on to some questions about content creation. Oh, so boy. your your videos and your th- and your thumbnails are all top-notch. Like, that's my uh, my opinion, of course. But, like... Is this your first stab at content creation, or did you do stuff before this? I've done things embarrassingly for a very long time, actually. Uh, I've been making stuff like on the internet for probably, I were, it's probably been about a decade. So my first ever video was really bad. It was uh, a speed run of Trial of the Crusader or Trial of the Champion Dungeon which was a really bad one to do because that dungeon is like 40% RP. So you really can't actually speed that up very much. <laughs> yeah, you don't have horse uh, or role playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I actually, not on this channel that I currently do things on, but yeah, I've been making things kind of on and off for quite a while uh, about other MMOs. So like I did a lot on Guild Wars 2 when it came out, um, a lot on Rift actually when it first came out. Uh, and then I have kind of just moved that stuff over to Variety. And... You mentioned things looking good. Uh, That was out of necessity, actually. Uh, In the variety gaming sphere, if you want to even get clicked on by a single person. Yeah, it's like you're the quality over there is like insane. The the people make good stuff. So you have to make it look somewhat good. Uh, I actually think my thumbnails suck, but I I, so I I thank that. I'm glad that you think they're good. Yeah, it's easily the part. I think they're great. You're like. One of my favorites is you're wearing a beanie and you're holding all these different icons. <laughs> I mean, and you're like, I mean, I, th- I mean, I, th- I mean, I think they're freaking top notch. I think they're awesome. Maybe it's just self criticism, but yeah, I've always every time I make a thumbnail, I'm like, oh, this one sucks, but I don't have much time. I got to put it out. <laughs> but yeah, I so mean, it's I definitely make art not- thumbnails and they're awful, but you know. It's got to just be like the, the cre- it's got to be the artist thing. Like you, you can never maybe look at your art and be like, it's hearing your own yeah. voice. It's that. Oh, that's thing. the worst. Oh. That's the worst. It's where you're but, just like, dude. It's the literal worst. Yeah. Every time I edit the podcast, I want to just like I just get depressed. Yeah, yeah. It, it just is like you're like this can't be. <laughs> it's that's it's not really what I weird. Sound like <laughs> yeah. Oh, I sound worse than I thought. It's kind of that. It's actually really weird the amount of times I have to hear myself when I edit my videos. I've gotten to a point where I don't even notice I'm talking. I just like hear the information come in and I don't actually hear my voice. It's really strange. You've, you've gotten to a good place. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I hate my voice. <laughs> yeah. I'll oftentimes edit at 1.5 speed just so I don't have to hear my actual voice yep. because it's just cringe. Yeah. I'm with you there. Oh, <laughs> uh, see. So, uh, is like, did you have any actual training classes, like college non-credit stuff, to like learn how to how to video edit transitions, or is this all like self-taught? Uh, yeah, this all st- <laughs> it's completely self-taught. This started from making anime music videos in high school. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's where oh, it came from. That's where it came from bet. putting Lincoln Park Dude, on Naruto wait. or something. That's basically yeah, it's got to be Lincoln Park. <laughs> did you make? Wait, hold on. I loved those. The like. DPZ Lincoln Park videos like did, did, did you make any of those? I did. I watched the shit out of those. Oh, I'm trying to remember which ones I did, but they were bad. They were really bad. And it was right <laughs> around the time that YouTube was like kind of existing. It was like the 2005, 2006 era. And I didn't even like I would upload them to YouTube and 
then upload them to Filefront because I thought YouTube was dumb. Because, you know, when you're when you're a teenager, you're totally <laughs> nice. like, yeah, what the new thing is clearly dumb. Come on. So, yeah. So I would do, put it on Filefront so people had to go download it to watch it. But that's Bingo mentioned it in oh, chat. Dude, I loved those. Uh, Bingo mentioned it in chat, but I actually learned about Linkin Park through my older brother's watching Dragon Ball Z AMVs. And I just I thought that that was like official. I was like, oh, like, OK, especially because. Crawling in my skin for Linkin Park, right? Mm-hmm. Someone made an AMV from Dragon Ball GT when there's like some sort of their thing underneath like Vegeta's skin crawling around. And I was like, this must just be a song they made for Dragon Ball Z, right? <laughs> like, this fits <laughs> so perfectly. What'll really trip you out is, it, I'm not sure if you know this, but the fact that there are actual disturbed songs on the official soundtracks for several Dragon Ball Z movies. Oh, I don't know. That. Like, I don't think straight I knew that. up. Yeah. Like, uh. I think it's like. I'm not going to go down all of them, but I think it's like three or four actual songs across their movies are used from Disturbed <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z officially. So wow, then it's like really trippy know. because they, they do they, know. It, it, <laughs> it feels fake. You watch it. You're like, hold on a second. This isn't YouTube, right? Like I'm actually I'm watching this. But I. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I loved Dragon Ball Z. That's 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 OK. We've never talked about Dragon Ball Z. On the show, <laughs> <laughs> but that's legit. That's Bob that's where it started. That's awesome. That's a it's good hype. start, though. That's like it. a really good start into just like the basics of like timing and editing and just cutting and splicing. And it's a good way to start. I legit didn't know, by the way, that that was like an actual career I had or, or like that was even a job like editing videos. I never clicked for some reason. Like, duh, there's film. Like, what do you mean? But yeah. for some reason, it seriously just never clicked. I, I was also I have a if anyone watches my videos, I have clearly a sick obsession with game design. So I overthink way too many things. I didn't know that like it was an actual job as I'm playing video games. I did. Like, it just never clicked to be like, oh, no, someone gets to sit down and be like, I'm going to make a cool level for someone to play. Uh, so when it came it's to like the editing of... thing. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's because of the time we grew up in. Right. Where video games was a hobby. It wasn't a thing. It, it was still like just on the edge of the taboo feeling like people yeah. still if you played a lot of video games, people were like. Are you oh, are you literally just wasting nerd. your way? Yeah. yeah. Or oh, who's that? Who's that axe murderer you're talking to online? Right. Like, you're gonna live in your mom's basement when you're older. Yeah. Like, get over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I, I. It's it's so weird how there's different things that people don't know about in different places. Like I remember I was living in Los Angeles when um, Team America World Police came out, and I watched it there on opening night. And the entire, the entire crowd cracked up at the at the the montage song. <laughs> well, when I had gotten there, I was working for a company, Weed Road Productions, out of the Warner Brothers lot, and I had to read a lot of scripts. And the first time I came across the word montage, I didn't know what it was. And montage, for anybody that might still not know, is just where there's a song going and a whole bunch of time passes and you see like them progressing something like Rocky had great mon uh, montages. So in L in LA, the whole theater erupted because everybody reads, you know, scripts. So everybody knows what it is. I, the week later I went to Kansas, went back to Kansas city and went with a bunch of friends and the theater just wasn't even laughing during that time because they probably didn't know what a montage was. <laughs> and so it's just crazy how different parts of the world, you know, in different parts of, you know, we found out recently that in Europe, they don't have ranch. Yeah, you know, get this. A, All the food weird. at the grocery store, someone has to grow right? that on the ground. 
Okay. <laughs> really? No. It comes out of the dirt? Yeah. We need to we oh. need to get Zerbaxi's Zerbraxi's opinion on this. They don't have ranch. That, I don't understand how you guys didn't know they didn't have ranch in Europe. Ranch was invented on a ranch in like California like 40 years ago. I'm I think we sorry. need to of course of course Belgium doesn't have ranch dressing. I'm not going to lie. I think we actually need to halt on the world peace endeavor right now and at least get Europe ranch uh, before we get too far. That's what I'm we're saying. never well, going to get They do have it. Oh, okay. Okay. They, they, don't they do have it, but it's called American dressing. No, no, no. They don't really <laughs> have it, though. That's. But they don't really have it. Josh has told us they have. Well, looked. Josh is in Australia, though. He's like, okay. he has trouble finding American dressing. But yeah, th- sorry. That's hilarious. Complete tangents. I'm sorry, this Complete blew tangent. my mind for literally a few weeks. I was just like, how could that not be? I, All right, well, back on point, unless you have Random side something. thing to say. One thing I also didn't realize is that, like, we're one of the, America's one of the only countries that bleaches their, their eggs and, like, gets rid of the film. Which is, like, really strange to me because I just figured that's what you do, right, with eggs. So when people said, oh, no, if you just leave the eggs the way they are, they're better both, for you. No, no, both, both are fine. The science is out on this. Oh, there is. It's, <laughs> you can either wash it or you can not wash it. But what you shouldn't do is like a little bit of both or whatever. Okay. Like, it's like, in, like, yeah, like in Europe, they they don't they just leave it on. And in America, you leave it off. But like, I think that, I think they're both fine. But like you just can't like mess with it or whatever. I think it's weird to leave it on. I mean, you don't though. eat the eggshell. So why does it matter? Right. I think that's what I think that's like the the end goal right like I think, you don't? I think it's actually a protective film i mean <laughs> I, I, I gotta reel you us back in now yeah all i was gonna say mm. is uh, i know we have long podcasts but we're <laughs> two and a half hours in talking about hidden valley ranch again <laughs> i don't know it's how many weeks deal. are we reel talking about it's a big deal. <laughs> reel it us back in so what made you decide to make your you know wow classic tbc channel what made you decide to jump into this specific realm? Oof, mostly just I have a weird, sick obsession with talking about video games. And I was playing Classic, and there were a lot of things about Classic that they're just, I don't want to say there weren't videos on, but the style of content I wanted just wasn't there. Like, I like the deeper dives, and there are some people who kind of tread that, like, top layer so like you might have someone like uh, i'm just gonna pull like random people but like you might have someone like willie like address or mention borrowed power in a video and like a thought on it but then there's me who's like i have to make a whole video on borrowed power and why it works or doesn't work like i have to i have to rip this apart and extrapolate it um so it was mostly just i have played wow for so long and i was playing classic again clearly that desire for this game isn't going away anytime soon so I might as well take a lot of the time that I was spending making uh, variety content and instead turn it into to WoW content because I'm already playing the game. That's not going to change at that point. So uh, I just I pretty much just took kind of what I was doing and moved it over and it did well enough. Uh, like, well, for me, it was like really well, to be fair. Uh, it was really it's still really strange, t- to be honest. People are like, hey, I like Definitely. your video. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm just like a random person. You don't know me. Uh, like it's really cool though. So you were you were con- this is this is literally what happened to me. You were con- you were consuming, you know, you know content. You were doing other content, but you were like I just want to do my own. I want to get my word out 
out there. And so you decided to jump over. It's literally what I did. I was doing an over an Overwatch League pod, uh, podcast. It was pretty success successful, but nowhere near this. Mm. And so, I mean, it was just like, you got to do what you love. And if you're playing the game a ton, why not do it there? You know, so that's actually really cool. Mm. I just like arguing right, so, with Bob. That's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I do, it, I, love it I do it all day, every day, but I still like to go on record doing it as yeah. well. I feel like I want some recorded <laughs> arguments where, where the recorded. audience can decide the winner. This is blood sports. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So then where do you get the ideas for, for your different, cause, cause you do a lot of great guides and like you do a lot of different stuff. Like you'll, you know, do, do stuff about, you know, what items are good here, you know, and what changes here? Like, where do you get the ideas for your actual videos? Uh, it comes probably mostly from two different places. Definitely. It's one is just if a thought randomly comes into my brain. I So I use Trello to keep track of my video ideas. I just literally will pull up my phone and I type it in a Trello card and then throw it like I'll leave it and I won't look at it. And I just hope. If I look back on it in like two days and go, oh, yeah, I still would like to make that, then I'll keep it and I'll make it eventually. Uh, but sometimes it really is just like a random thought in the moment or I'll read something online and someone will be like, oh, I wonder like what's good in tier five. And I was like, oh, it's interesting. I could maybe something about that. Uh, so there's either just the random thought that comes out of nowhere that I would like to talk about this for some reason, like jewel crafting gets introduced to the game. I don't want to talk about a jewel crafting guide because there's plenty of them, but I want to talk about why this works. But then there's like. Uh, so then the other way I get my ideas is definitely I'll watch a video and <laughs> this is sound like really arrogant. I'll watch a video and not like it and then not be able to find alternatives. So I think in yeah. some way I can like provide additional value out into the world by either making definitely. something better or more clear or more concise or even just more interesting uh, in some way. And it's never to like belittle people. We all have our different skills and that might just be that. So for example, the, the, the Druid flight form guide that i had ended up doing was not a plan it was a bunch of people in my comments were asking if the flight form was coming out and how to get it and i looked up guides on how to get it and at least from like an initial youtube search they were like really uh either super quick to the point where it was like i you you should have given me a notepad file and i could have gone down <laughs> just read uh, it. Or, yeah or just like uh, I, in general, if I can think I can provide something better or more interesting or even just different, then I will I will try to tackle it if it's something that I'm interested in. Uh, that's can I ask much, a question real yeah. fast? What is Trello? Oh, so Trello is like, a, I'm not sure if you know, like Monday.com or Jira or anything like that. But Trello is like. We literally use it for mash those buttons, the the network yeah, where we it's where. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Mel just doesn't know. Oh, so it's like a project <laughs> management no tool, essentially. So you can like okay. make you can make a bunch of cards and ideas and tie documents to it. It's it's strictly it. for me. I use a really bare bones free version of it that just is there to organize ideas. Uh, but it, okay. it's enough to keep me like focused and. Sometimes you just have a really good idea. The worst feeling in the world, you have a great idea. You've rem you're like, all right, I'll, I'll come back to that. And an hour later, it's gone and you completely forget it. You don't remember what you were talking about and you know it was a, like a gem. So that's why I have it on my phone so I can just really quick. <laughs> Dude, I, I like have a, uh, a voice uh voice recording thing on my watch like uh voice notes or something i just click it and i just say it real quick so i can come back to it later mm -hmm. because of that exact reason it's a horrible feeling like, 
Yeah, and you always know that you had a thought too. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I had something really good last night. What the heck was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Oh, it's like planner. Yeah, awesome. It's like planner on Microsoft Office. Uh, fundamentally, looks very similar. Yeah, fundamentally, yeah. Nice, okay. nice, nice. Yeah, you you do have really con- concise uh, videos. I think one of my favorite parts is like just the little bit of humor that 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 you add in that so many people don't do. And it's freaking awesome. Like I remember the first video that I, you know, because you know your your viewers have definitely told you you don't ad advertise as much as you could. You know that's why I was like, hey, we should have you on the pod because like that's a great way to do it. But you said, oh, it was about uh, oh, uh, Visidus. And yeah, you were talking about the the scare brooch, and you were like, "Well, that means you have to do you have to do fissitus." And then you did the close up on your face. You did the that sucks. <laughs> and you just went back on, you know. And it it just adds something to the video that really makes it fun. Where a lot of them are just like, "This is this, this is this, this is this," and it just really sparks it up for me. So, like, what made you decide to do the the humor part? Again, it was actually just carrying it over from what I had done in Variety. So I had a series that kind of on on and off uh, called Divine Design about game design or like I'll literally this is how bad it like when I say I'm obsessed about games, by the way, uh, this is for real. (laughs) I have a whole video about why baby Mario crying in Yoshi's Island is actually a really good design choice. Like that's that's how sometimes granular I'll get. Uh, But the thing is. In, again, in order to get it in that scene, you've got to you got to have like a little extra something. And my humor is like really bad and dry. And but like that, I'm not good at writing like a long joke, but I can at least be like, you know, no one likes visitors half the time. Let's just acknowledge it. Uh, so it's mostly just trying to poke fun or it, honestly, it's just like. You got to have fun with it. That's that's really my thing. I, yeah, I try to yeah. I do genuinely I try. It. It's like really cliche, but I try to make something I would enjoy watching and something that like specifically watching it would be interesting, uh, specifically rather than reading it in a guide or uh, or just listening to it I, for at least for the YouTube format. I try to add some little kick. Uh, humor just happens to be that it's it's I don't do a lot of it, but I do enough to try to keep the pace going. Cool, cool. All right, well, so plans for T- TBC content. Like, oh, goodness. What are your plans? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> outside yeah, a lot, I'm just not sh- sure. Just share your Trello. Just share yeah, your right? I'll just screenshot your Trello. It for you. <laughs> Funny enough, I have showed it on stream before, and people were like, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's too late. It's, it happened. Uh, yeah, it's out there. It's on the internet. Yep. It's too late. The, uh, uh, really, realistically, it's to just make as much as I possibly can. And I'm trying to not... Again, I'm trying to not make things that people already make that are good. Like if someone already made a great video and I genuinely don't think I can add value to it, I won't do it on that topic. I'll do something else. But uh, like right now, it's kind of... Well, and you've also done something that a lot of YouTubers don't do. It's something we do on the pod. We shout people out. You've sh- you have shouted out other other content creators mm. on your videos. And I... And I I love that. I'd like to do it as much as possible, but so many don't. So that's something I noticed about you too. It, so if anything, like one of the reasons why I like gaming as a whole and uh, MMOs very much specifically is like that social interaction and that like community environment. And uh, even if it's not as like 
as long as it's as, even if it's as cliche as it sounds like when classic was coming out where people were like preaching community it's like it really is the most fun like doing things with people and hanging out with people and talking about your experiences with other people is is fun i i don't gain i don't like i don't gain or lose anything by referencing another creator if they did something really good all i get personally out of it is this person did something really cool and it's directly inspiring this conversation uh, just like I would in an essay for a college, I would reference them because they deserve credit for that work. And yep. that's that's really what it is. And to be fair, sometimes if uh, I mean, I'm not big enough to to really gain this, but if they were smaller than me, I would even be more willing to happily do it because if they're good enough to where I would love to use them as a reference in my material, I want them to get the credit for it even more so. Uh, so. Yeah, it's just it's kind of weird that people don't. I don't know if it's just out of uh, accident or if people are conscious about it. But I consciously go out of my way. I think people think that it's actually going to take viewers and stuff away from their Mm. content. But my thought process has always been: if it does, that it does because their content's better than mine. So yeah, exactly. a lot of people too. I, I think there there are people who don't consume a lot of classic WoW content as well too. Even content True. creators are not consuming a lot of other content creators unless like you already know them and like a lot of a lot of the creators already have this information. They're not necessarily they're not necessarily looking to videos for these guides. They they might already know this info. They might get it from a Discord server or something. They might not need to reach for content, which happens as well, too. Um, Mm. Yeah, one of the big things that I do want to do in future that I would love to see more of in in kind of the the classic WoW space in general is specifically for like streams. I would love to embrace actual like community play a lot more uh, and and turn it into like a show. Uh, I want to do something. I'm not entirely sure what it is yet. Like I, I talk about on my stream lately where my plan is to like do I want to bring people through the attunement like start to finish like just random folk who've never done it or never got to experience it and just need like a party to do it. Uh, that's like a very small low level version of that. Uh, like that would just like a very foundational piece. But I love the community events that people get to do that uh, they do occasionally happen for sure. But if anyone remembers content creation in like the earlier WoW scene, like the TBC Wrath era, it's like. It was like every there was like a community event happening like every weekend because that was just like the what you did. Whereas now you can do it way more solo. But I don't want to lose that, so to speak. Yeah. yeah cool, cool. All right, well, what about your plans for play? Like, are you, gonna, <laughs> are you in a guild? Are you going to join a guild? Are you going to raid? Are you going to PvP? What are your plans to for actual playing the game? So I trash talk arena or trash talked arena earlier. Uh, I do want to make it clear that I am going out of my way to give it its fair shake this time around. Genuinely. Uh, I'm going to, I want to try I want to just consume it for what it is, not what it could be or not what other games have done. It's going to be tough, but I need to do it. Uh, for my own self, it's going to be so much tougher than back in the day, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, as far as like my play, I'm actually in a guild right now with some, people from my stream and who watch my videos they made like uh, they made a startup guild uh, to just kind of casually play and like uh, in, in raid i was like yo that sounds like perfect i would lo- that's exactly what i was saying earlier about the community play like i would love to join a guild that's like a bunch of either startup people who've never played before or never got to see all the content and i can be there to even just experience it with them for for their first time, so to speak. And I think that could be a lot of fun. So I don't really have like a lot of hard play ideas. It, I, I'm kind of winging it. Like I said earlier, it's like I've beaten the game before. So 
I'm just here to have a grand old time and do weird things that I didn't do before. And something like this, like playing super casually to bring people up is like a really fun way for me to, to kind of, I guess, give back to the community in the game that like I played. That sounds so lame. Give back to the community. No one says that and means it. <laughs> <laughs> what the community is really missing. I don't know if people remember this, but TBC was really when the parody songs were popping. Ooh, you know, you yeah. had Nim. Nim. You know, we yeah. need those back. Fireballing M-A-G-E. Like Ooh. all these things are like really. <laughs> like Amish Paradise is the one that I re- remember from way back in the day when he's walking through Skolomance. Like that, those were great. I actually used to play with uh, in the the guild Drow. I used to play with uh, the Rob Moran, the guy who made Jimmy the World of Warcraft story. And I still uh, I still follow him lately. He's openly said he's making another World of Warcraft story video. Oh, see, that's what we need. We need this like this, like the nostalgia should just come from the game. I want some like some modernized nostalgia like that. That, yeah. that like. I mean, we linked that in our Discord like a week ago. Like that has lived so long. I still remember. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Oh, was it Thoughtbot? Was it Wowhead? Where he's dis- disqualified for making a? He's disqualified from the contest he made it for because of the clue reference. Thoughtbot. Professor Plum. Oh, so it was, yeah, it was, it was a Blizzard. It was a Blizzard, Blizzard. Yeah, it was a Blizzard tournament. Yeah. But he used Thoughtbot, and they didn't want it there. God, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yep. ridiculous. So yeah, like all that stuff was just so like epic fail. It's kind of silly back. People were crazy back then with like copyright yeah. stuff. Like you mentioned the name of an artist. <laughs> Get out of here. There's also like the level of passion was different. If we were to talk about like big creators at the time, like at, then, like probably the biggest content creator uh, for WoW was Total Biscuit with his podcast Blue Please, and like the passion behind that man about the game it's like sometimes people tell me that like oh you have a lot of energy in your videos it's like well yeah it's one of my favorite games of all time like how do i not get pumped you know what i mean like i can't for sure i can't just be bob says it sometimes we had a we had a podcast i was supposed to be every other week for an hour and now we just do like consistent two and a half hour weekly podcast technically what i signed up for just so you know (laughs) and mentioned it before total biscuit was one of my favorites but actually, I got okay. Do you do you remember the the podcast? Uh, oh God, uh, what? Oh my gosh, it was was it on my radio? No, no, Star <laughs> uh, uh, Starman did it. World of of Warcast. World of Warcast. Yeah, I actually got to meet him the other day, and I was in chat with uh, with Josh from from count uh, from Countdown to Classic. And he comes in, and he's talking, and I'm like, I know this dude's voice. And I realized, oh, my God, this is the dude that I listened to way back. And, uh, sorry. No, it's awesome. We're getting uh, nostalgia and everything <laughs> in here now. Like, we should probably go ahead and start wrapping up. <laughs> Don't yeah, feel bad. I rant piece. all the time. Got a little news. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yip, Yip has some breaking news. It's not breaking at all. We just didn't talk about it in the news section. <laughs> Uh, so all the okay. items, <laughs> there's actually another rework. I couldn't find like a compendium of these item changes, but a lot of items in pre-patch are reworked to an insane oh, ton, yeah. extent. I'm just going to mm. give one example. Um, this 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 is going to fall under Yip's tips. <laughs> uh, a lot of add-ons broken, but that you can section? go to like WoW interface and download properly working TBC add-ons like Atlas Loot and stuff like that. Get the Get the one that's for patch 2.5.1 and it'll work and you can look through this gear. Um, so you can look at like wow interface for that sort of thing. But just as an example that blew my mind, and I knew that some stats changed, but the chill steel girdle from Warder Stilgis 
in uh, he's in the vault in BRD. This the chill steel girdle used to be twenty int seven spirit ten frost resist mail belt, just kind of whatever frost resist mail belt. Now it's a mail belt with uh forty four plus healing on it with seven in form MP five. So now there's this actually really solid belt going into TBC that a fresh shaman can be wearing. Uh, and you're going to be like good to go. Like you don't need to go find this belt anywhere else. You don't need a raid belt. 44 plus healing with with an MP5 on it is sitting in BRD for a level 52. A level 52 belt with 44 healing. So take a look through if you're if you're a boosted character uh, or if you're leveling a shaman now or a paladin now. Take a look through again. Get the new atlas loot or uh, look at like a TBC database for these items to see the updated items because uh, I don't I haven't really found a compendium anywhere where it has all these changes. Yeah, there is a ton of changes. I've seen a ton of YouTube videos. I think Wow Curious uh, or Classic Wow Curious, I think is the channel. He's been doing a ton of those and you wouldn't mm. believe the changes yeah. that these like lots of greens are changing to blues mm-hmm. too. Yeah, these these item changes are literally from RFC to to 60 dungeons. Like, yeah, they're pretty big. Uh, if you're, are they things you're, that happened? before yeah these well these changed in tbc but they they, they come with the pre-patch right now yeah. so like if you're if you're a major warlock now like leveling that robe those robes of aragal were really good now they're like now they're like god tier <laughs> like straight up because now they have like 14 spell power or something on them too it's, yeah, yeah it's there's, there's, spell power. there's also low level spell hit on everything like the lavishly jeweled yeah. ring out of dead minds has spell hit on it <laughs> Yep. At, at like level 10 it, it's just it's absolutely insane so uh definitely something to worth worthwhile checking out especially now that gm gear isn't really going to be free to go get when you're doing mm. uh some pvp it, it's worthwhile to go see where you're uh you know if you look up abyss list it's just not going to have these items on it is really what i'm getting at you won't find these uh these item reworks do your dungeons kids yeah do them all right do we have an add-on of the week absolutely not unless you want to go download atlas 2.5.1 all my add-ons are still broken so that was the add-on of the week <laughs> all right well yeah the add-ons are pretty broken right now yeah. so we're gonna skip add-on of the week we've had quite a long episode anyhow what? we're gonna move into closing the show out i would like to encourage everyone to come give us a follow on twitter at wc reloaded we need the follows Please come follow us. If you want to send us anything longer, longer format, you can send emails to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to ever catch us live, you can do so normally Friday nights at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Follow us on Twitter to know when we go live. If you'd like to join the, the Discord and interact with the hosts or any hosts on the Mash Those Buttons network, you can go to mash.gg slash Discord. Ratings and reviews, you guys continue to kill it. We thank you so much. That's why we read them at the top of the show. We love you guys. Thank you for, for helping us get seen across all you know Google, Bing searches, everything. You guys are awesome. Keep them coming. Thank you so much. All right. Yep, where can we find you? Hi, you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Cognitive Pit, or on Twitter, at Cognitive Pit, and you can tell me about how wrong I am about the PvP gear. (laughs) (laughs) Topical. Awesome. And Mel, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, at Mel Overwatch, and you can tell me how much you hate Yip and how wrong he was (laughs) about the PvP gear. Yeah, (laughs) that's about it. Or come on, White Mane. 
to tell me I'm wrong there. <laughs> Say hello, Mel Arena. I disagree with Yip, and I'll instant invite you to the guild. <laughs> I don't have that power, but you know. <laughs> Zerbrexy. Oh. Like plug it all. You just never plug your yourself. So this is the time to do it. Make sure everybody knows exactly where to find. Yeah, you. I suck at marketing. That's definitely for sure. And my community tells me all the time. Uh, so you can follow me over on YouTube, which is at youtube.com slash Gaming. That's where all of the WoW content lives. And if you're really desperate for like kind of semi-old variety content, it's just Zabraxi. Uh, But that's not the cool one. The Also on Twitter as well, uh, at Zabraxi, where I kind of just randomly spout anything gaming or WoW related. It just kind of comes off the cuff and... Sometimes it's a really bad take, but that's what it comes with. Uh, and also then on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Zabraxi, where uh, lately I mentioned this in my videos, but I mean it. Chat genuinely rules my life. They make me do things like flip my keyboard upside down. Yesterday, <laughs> it is pretty cool. Yesterday, I had a, a point where I couldn't use spells. I couldn't walk forward. I couldn't use my keyboard. And I had to flip my mouse upside down to try to play for like a solid 10 minutes. That's how many points people were trying to get me to mess with. So if you want to watch a man suffer <laughs> trying to play WoW, and people wonder why I'm not 60 on my new shaman yet. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And Give them too much for, power. I know, it's bad. <laughs> uh, for anybody wondering how that's spelled, that's Z-E-R-B-R-A-X-I. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. I don't really know a whole lot about Twitter, but I've had a lot of like follows as of recent. I don't know if it's the TBC hype or what, but just letting you know, if you interact with me on Twitter on a, a semi-regular basis and you're not trolling me, I'm going to give you a, 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 a follow back regardless of your followers. So... That's how I wow. kind of see it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do you on Twitter, follow but for like, follow that's right what I'm here. doing. Advertise on the podcast. Follow. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> no, no. Follow for interact. Okay, Ooh, I will. Even, you're even I asking will, for and, less. <laughs> I will caveat that I am bad at Twitter, but I love you for following me. I'll try to do better. Cool. And if you if you want to check me out on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash blazingbob. And there's no schedule. I just stream when I stream. I would have streamed the last two days, but it was an ugly sight of me being sleep deprived and drinking too much. So you didn't, nobody wanted to see that. But definitely Mel stop by and hang that. out. All right, guys, we're out of here. It was a great show. Thank you so much, uh, Zerbraxi, for coming on. Well, thank you so we much for having me. had a great me. time. Yeah, it was great to meet you. And I, I just can't wait for more. Well, thank you. Uh, honestly, everyone, thank you. This was a lot of fun. I, I love these types of formats, so where I can just be a little more off the cuff. But this was cool. Yeah. I, had a, I had a great time. Thank you. I also love awesome. the PvP Good argument. Deal. That was actually probably my favorite part, straight up, to be honest. <laughs> Listen, heated, when people are passionate, the heated conversations yeah. are fun. The argument, they're fun. They're just as cool. Give it to Yip and I. <laughs> no, like, I mean it. I, unironically, I think that's the cool stuff. Yeah, people who yeah, are really yeah. passionate. All right, well, goodbye, everybody. Bye. And... Uh, <laughs> It's too soon. A little soon. Bye. Bob's oh, saying God. and uh. Sorry, Bob's like right. and uh, and I'm like, bye! <laughs> <laughs> done. We're done. We're done. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 